Mog Talk. If you're unfamiliar with Mog Talk, it's a show based around the Final Fantasy XIV community discussing everything from Savage Rating to Chocobo Racing. And today we're talking about World Racing one more time here to get the perspective. Uh, a lot of uh, interesting people are coming into the game and playing uh, Final Fantasy for the first time and actually rating in uh, World Race for the first time. Uh, and so we're going to talk about that a bit. Uh, before we go too much further, I want to make sure you guys understand who we have on the show, so they're not just sitting here awkwardly listening to me talking. And we're going to start with Roger, actually, first. Roger, could you tell uh, everybody who you are? Uh, hello, everyone. Great to be here. And uh, I'm Roger. I am a, a raider from World of Warcraft in the top guild, and uh, recently started getting into Final Fantasy. Um, did the Edens uh, 1 to 12, um, the E1 to 12 Savage before the expansion came out. And then we played uh, as a team from Echo uh, this year as well. First time uh, doing the race at the same time as everyone else on release. And yeah, it was really exciting. Can't wait to talk about it. It's awesome. Yeah, uh, I'm turning myself up a little bit because everybody says now I'm quiet because that's just how mic checks go. Like everything sounds great and looks great until the show actually starts. Uh, so let me know if that fixes it, guys. And then uh, next, person on camera here we'll, we'll leave speed last because he doesn't have a camera uh clops tell everybody who you are uh first i have a bone to pick with you frosty first of all i don't know where you got that wow clip from that is it <laughs> like you dug deep for that you want to know how I, hard I it was to find that clip i spent 10 minutes and went through your last five videos <laughs> come on <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that, that's like from like three and a half years ago but okay, okay second of all that death wasn't even my fault that was somebody else late to click on the orb so i died as a result so you did me dirty there that's okay. not that's not fair okay uh okay uh what was your question i'm klops <laughs> hi uh also Layla bell um been i mean you probably have, if you watch mog talk you probably see him in the show a handful of times for raid conversations and stuff uh i've been raiding in the game since 2.0 uh been doing world progression rating since uh 2.0 three i guess you'd call it um so way too long uh took a little break in shadowbringers back in endwalker uh played a lot of tanks for like seven years now not tanking wild timeline mm -hmm. uh but yeah big uh big excited to talk about things today involving uh endwalker and talk to roger about his experiences roger and i have spoken a little bit before he knows that uh, I'm always interested in what he's up to, so this should be fun. Okay, okay. Uh, and then last but not least, Spia. Uh, tell everybody who you are. Hello, uh, I am Spia. I play caster for the group who won the most recent tier. Uh, I've been around the world progression scene for a fair amount of time at this point. Uh, and again, I've been on the show a lot, so... Similar to Klops's case. Also, similar to Klops's case, that was definitely not my fault how I died in that clip. <laughs> it was, it was Shin's fault, I think. I think I saw Shin's fault. I mean, somebody's fault. Oh, it was 100% Sindalf. The tank, yeah he, yeah, he just brought it onto the group, essentially, and killed everyone. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm going to let you know that only you and him died, so if he brought it onto the group, I would assume everybody would have died. Wouldn't they? <sighs> it's a proximity. Fall-off um, damage, and he just like uh -huh. put it right next to the uh -huh. party. Okay, no, I trust him. That's all right. That's all right. Uh, anyways, anyways, just to give you guys a bit, a bit of background here, Sophia, uh, again, won the world first here recently in the most recent tier. Uh, Layla's group, you guys got like fourth, right? 
Uh, yeah, woohoo! <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah. So I mean, yeah. We 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 got fourth. Um, we obviously wanted to do a little bit better, but uh, given the circumstances that we put ourselves in, like not having played together in two years, there are some positives to take away from it. So that's mm-hmm. what we're focusing on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And Roger, uh, you guys, of course, getting like world first in WoW before you tried your first tier here, uh, coming as you know an outside player. Uh, you guys were in like near the top fifty teams to clear. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if it's accurate, but I think we got fifty seventh or something. I have you down uh, for fifty six. Have you down oh, for fifty six? There yeah. you go. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. It's difficult um, to not, track the world race for Final Fantasy fourteen, but that's the estimated number is the 56 one. But yeah, go ahead, Roger. Sorry. Yeah, especially if it's off stream. Like, mm-hmm. at least we have the exact timestamp. But yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, um, nah, I mean, it was a blast. Uh, definitely, I don't think we expected it to be easier. Um, I would have hoped that we were in top 50, uh, mm-hmm. but that was my expectation. Um, there were a couple of places where we slowed down and eager to talk about it uh, with uh, Svian Klops uh, to uh, to see from their perspective, right? Because I think on average we did as expected um, P- uh, P3S and P4S phase one, we struggled more than we should have, I th- think, uh, mm-hmm. compared to other teams. But um, overall it was a blast. Uh, we decided to go fully blind as well um, because it's a lot more fun for us to do it that way. Mm-hmm. And also, I mean, realistically, not that we're really aiming to go for World First anytime soon, but, um, you know, if we get better and better, at some point you reach a point where uh, there are no streams anyways to to, to watch, right. right? Like if you're top 10, I don't know how many other teams are going to be ahead of you that are streaming. So at that point, it's better practice, I think, doing it uh, fully blind mm-hmm. and you get to um to see where you're slowed down like i said right p3s if we had seen um the strategy as soon as we went in it would have been obviously a lot faster of a kill um but uh yeah we would have never known like oh we struggled really a lot with uh, firestorms for example right so yeah it was a, it was a complete awesome blast and um the the last boss phase two i think probably is my favorite fight even on farm um out of all of the bosses in the past so yeah really it was really out of all wow bosses all final fantasy bosses Um, i mean it's hard (laughs) hard to compare the wow bosses it's very very different Mm. i would say from the from from the final fantasy bosses like from e1 to 12 i think uh, at least it's definitely at the very top like i think they did a great job with uh, phase two i loved it that's awesome uh, so, I mean, like, one of the, the biggest differences, of course, obvious between WoW and Final Fantasy fourteen is the time you have to invest into it is much smaller <laughs> on Final Fantasy fourteen. You're talking uh, about the actual progression por- portion, portion yeah. of it? Yeah. Or the preparation? Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. While you're doing the race, that whole race experience yeah. of just kind of knocking it out. Uh, was that kind of... Did you like that, Roger? Did that feel like kind of refreshing to you to have it really quick? Or was it like, hey, this is... This just wasn't enough. I wanted more. Um, I think I, I definitely liked it. Um, and especially the preparation part, because we didn't really do crazy prep from normal mode, uh, mm-hmm. which is a question I, I do want to throw to, to the other two sure. uh, lovely guests. Uh, 
we didn't try hard in normal mode, but uh, we uh, so so there was very little time investment beforehand, mm -hmm. and then the race only for us lasted. I think we killed it early third day. Um, could have killed it on the second day if we pushed, but ah, uh, we early third day, so that was perfect. The only thing is, if if we were only playing Final Fantasy, I think maybe I, I would have liked a little bit more time, right? Like because it feels, of course, there's the ultimate. But um, if you're only progressing for two days every, what is it, every six months, like the the Savage Tears, mm -hmm. maybe that's a little bit too short. You know, maybe, uh, not sure, honestly. I'm I'm eager to see how we do in the Ultimate, but mm -hmm. it's going to be There's a There's no wrong answer to that question, by the way. Like, everybody has yeah. a different different feeling. Some people hate it. Some people like it. There's there's mm. really no wrong answer, so. Yeah. No, but for, for, for us, I think it's perfect. It's perfect. Like, if, if, if we're not necessarily maining this game, like this was been the best experience I could have hoped for. We don't burn out, and um, yeah, it's not too short. It's not one day. It was like two and a, three days basically for us, two and a half. Mm -hmm. So it was really good. It was really good. Okay, so you were talking about prep time and everything, and uh, are you more interested in what kind of Spia and Klops did for their prep uh, for the race? Yeah, and I I'm interested to know if they prefer it when it's normal mode unlocks before. Hmm? Or if they prefer, Absolutely. no, Absolutely no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, okay. So, uh, uh, just... <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Whoever wants to answer first on that. Okay. Uh, so normal modes are really boring, right? Like, hmm? if you go through the fights and actually do them, they're incredibly boring. They also have no enrages. So that means you do things like you'll spend an hour in one fight just doing the same mechanics over and over right because you want to get super familiar with all the timings the snapshots aoe sizes all that sort of stuff now you have two weeks to do this and they're sure the fights are cool the first time but when you're on hour 60 in the first week of sitting in normal mode doing the same boring old mechanics like three of them over and over and over again it is absolutely not a good experience it's it's really bad yeah but the next mm. time that mechanic happens you stand over there so it's exciting <laughs> and then the next time the mechanic happens you try standing over there so it's more exciting and you do that for like 20 hours uh and, and, and what do you think about how much a tier that is like this with normal mode uh, opening first compared to Savage being released uh, at the same time? How much of a difference is it in terms of like how much does it help you tackle the Savage bosses? Uh, is it like it cuts the Savage bosses by like 30%? Like you do you kill them 30% faster, roughly? Or what do you. Because uh... you have all this practice, right? I have my opinion, but I'll let Sphere go. Yeah, it's really hard to have a solid number and say like 25-30%. It's very case by case, but I think the bigger thing is more... There's Obviously, there's going to be less new. You know when you're going through a fight and you're progressing it, typically at the start of the fight, they'll introduce you to a whole bunch of mechanics, and then you just sort of reuse those mechanics throughout the fight. Normal mode takes that first step and makes it a little easier. Um, and the other thing is... Even just the act of doing the normal modes on a release where there are normal and savage release at the same time, that adds like an extra hour immediately. So even if you're not counting the familiarity with the normal modes, you're extending day one by an hour or two just by virtue of having to do normal modes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Clap. No, that makes sense. Yeah, I think the the normal mode 
when you when you have the the two week gap and you, and you're just doing you have the early release of the normal modes. Sorry, I'm tripping over my tongue. Um, I it definitely in my experience now I didn't do Eden's Verse or Eden's Promise last expansion uh, at, at launch because I was obviously you know not not playing the game, but um, my experience in the previous expansions like Stormblood and stuff, the first tier always. The, the first two bosses always go down faster when you had access to the normal modes earlier. Uh, mm. I, I would say, like, if you want to, like, actually throw a weird number out there, like, maybe 25% faster. Um, I can tell you that if, if we're using a recent example, at least for, for us, um, the normal modes trivialized P1S. Um, P, P1S was, like, with the exception of the... Uh, I, got, I can't remember the name of the debuff. The purple and the orange chain. What's the name? Mm-hmm. Of the, I, whatever the debuff is that you open the fight with, where you have one close, one far, and it does the, the baits. Um, with yeah, the I don't know the that, name. I know the mechanic. Yeah. yeah, I know the mechanic. I don't know the name. That you're gonna find out if you talk to me long enough. That's a lot this tier. I know the mechanic. I don't know the names. Um, <laughs> but for for P1S, like everything but that mechanic was basically solved before you even zone in. Um, hmm. be, it, be it from normal mode speculation or data mining, like everything was basically good to go. So, uh, the the big like. Because normal modes were so early, really the only thing that people had to solve was that uh, that purple and orange shit, and then figuring out what the what the purple crystals did in Temperance. Um, you know, people knew that purple crystals existed, but nobody really knew what they were going to do. It was just all speculation. Mm-hmm. I think it just gives you a yeah. good foundation for those fights, so you know what to go in, and you already have a handful of theories about what they can do. And like TPS, I know for sure because we talked to him before. You guys had a lot of predictions. I mean, some of them weren't right, but some of them were absolutely right. And I'm assuming that helped you because you saw normal mode and you were able to make those predictions, yeah. right, Svea? 100%. Like, we got most of our lead in the third fight, and a large part of that was just how kind of on the money we were about things we expected out of P3. Um, a lot of stuff trend, like directly correlated across, but also you could kind of infer the way that the developers might go with some of the things that were in normal mode. Uh, and when you think about, or you've played the game for long enough, you sort of notice trends in the way that certain developers make certain fights, and and you can kind of almost start to expect what is going to be in savage fights. Uh, so that was like a, a really good example right there. P three specifically was uh, a lot of prep went into that one, and why we got a lead there. So really? I want to. Oh, well, go ahead, Roger. I, go ahead. I just wanted to say that I expected you to mention maybe P four S phase one. Um, because I thought a lot of those mechanics, especially like, I mean, the only really hard part I would say is the pinaxes, right? And I was amazed. I heard the thing you, you blasted through phase one within like 12 tries or something like less than 15 tries. And I thought, okay, they must have practiced because it was pretty obvious, I guess, that you get two of them at the same time in uh, Savage instead of one. Um, so I was like, okay, they must have practiced a lot, um, that part uh and we didn't so we kept wiping over and over on that uh but you're saying p3s actually okay interesting i yeah, yeah. p3 had the most curveballs in it where it wasn't you yeah. know very similar to normal mode at all but you could even like just from things like looking at the ground you could infer what type of mechanics would be coming up next because there are a lot of uh ground indicators which aren't used in normal mode which you can always like they have what they're called i think it translates roughly to sympathy lines uh and Mm. final fantasy loves to use those in arena design 
So, and you can think of like Shiva, for example, the the big snowflake on the ground. A lot of those Mm -hmm. points on that snowflake are for very specific mechanics, like stand on this intersection for this mechanic. Um, And so a lot of those things in normal mode of P3 didn't have a use, but they were very clearly for something. So you try to reverse engineer it, right? And think, what would this possibly be used for? Like the two uh, squares that you see in three points around the room that are where you stand to get knocked back from the, the tornado. Mm, um yeah you could you could think ahead what would this be for obviously the room's going to be divided in three in some way and you know you go from there and sort of work it backwards uh so things like that that's probably where the biggest thing in normal mode is just try to find out what's missing but the process and the way in which you do that is is kind of convoluted and and not fun Mm mm-hmm yeah, I think on, on P3S, and I don't know if you want to maybe go boss by boss. I mean, I, I don't Whatever know. Whatever you want to do, man. I I'm, I want your <laughs> questions to be answered, to be honest with you. So do, do you have questions about yeah. particular bosses? No, well, I, so, I, I, I... Go yeah, ahead. Go ahead. Finish, finish your thought. Finish your thought. Yeah, I was going to say for P3S, I think, because we did a little bit of normals, right? A little bit. We, we doubled into it. Uh, just And we had the predictions. Um, I think the only ones that we had and that were kind of obvious, I guess, is the... Again, I don't remember the name, right? The, the ability where it's either the small orbs or the big red orb. The plume. What's that? Plume the plume, something. yeah. Yeah, I mean, we were like, okay, this probably is the same, but you don't get the graphics on the ground. That was pretty obvious, and that was easy for us. Like, we didn't really struggle with that too much. And the other thing was when the boss flies away, and then we saw that from normal mode, he has three heads, and we saw that only one in normal mode was, like, lighting up, and we're like, okay, we, can, we need to watch out for that. That's Those good. were the That's only two things. Yeah, that's the two that we got. Honestly, the place we struggled the most on was the firestorm. Like we just, uh, like we or the tornadoes, basically. Like we definitely wiped a lot of times to that mechanic. A lot. I think that's what slowed us down the most. Because I think it's both execution and also figuring out the correct strat, doing it blind, obviously. Um, no, that mechanic was a right bit there. Hard, yeah. Yeah, that mechanic right there kind of is very favorable to people who have played this game for a long time because everything in that phase is used in previous Savage fights. Uh, mm-hmm. Living Liquid would be the, the main one, uh, A3S, long time well, he's ago. Done, he's done enough verse. He's done like, oh, he hasn't done Yeah, no, the Tornadoes, we knew that you have yeah. the closest person. That was good. But, like, I, I mean, it's the whole phase. It's not just the fire, like, not just the Elmo strat, let's say, that we didn't figure out. That part was not too hard, but the whole thing of like, oh, we should split up the groups first because it's, if it's the spread mechanic, we need to be four and four. And how do you determine which light group goes um, where at the very start of fire, Firestorm? Um, that was like a couple of wipes here and there, right? Like, oh, we were five and three, and then we had to soak together, and then the three people, one of them dies or something. Uh because I, I don't know, like it didn't seem like it was very easy indicator to, it, it wasn't very clean, I guess, of how to spread out. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not no, no excuses really. I guess we just didn't play good as well. Um, but definitely that's where we slowed down a lot, I think. On, on, on average, the other bosses, we took about twice as much time as um, the top teams, which is what I expected. But on P3S, I think it would took like triple the time uh, or maybe even more. I don't know. It was so hard to stack, hard to stack. 
Mm. It sounds like the things that you were struggling with in P3 were actually largely to do with the amount you play together. So I know that my team, for example, has literally a Discord channel where we have assignments. And so you'll know if we have uh, healer and range stacks, it's these people. If we have, um, you know, uh, one DPS, one tank and healer pairs, they're in these allocations. Uh, if it's cardinal pairings, it's these allocations, intercardinal, these allocations. Uh, and playing more and more and becoming super familiar with those really made that and P1 of... Uh, sorry, phase one of P4, a lot easier as well, because all of it was about positioning and making sure you're exactly where you need to be consistently. That yeah. and just a lot of YOLO was was really good in both of those fights. <laughs> yeah, I think, well, YOLO YOLO is very important for like a, a, a podium placement, right? Like you have to be comfortable YOLOing, but for, for like the purpose of tornado phase, yeah, just being comfortable, like Sophia said, with the different, different role groups um, and having like default rules of... It, it, if it's a if it's a mechanic that doesn't always spawn north south, like say for example the fountain of fires, if it's a mechanic that either spawns north south or east west, then kind of like um, E12S phase one, you have like okay I'm looking at north quadrant or east quadrant, and those are my two locations. And just mm -hmm. having those like default rule sets actually just carries over from tier to tier to tier to tier. So uh, the fact that this was kind of your guys' first run together as a team. Mm -hmm. um first in quotations are right but the first like package run together uh it's not surprising like something like that would slow you down that's something that you just get comfortable with over time yeah and and, and another thing i'm actually wondering is did you know about the whole uh astro insta healing everyone at the end of the the fledglings phase because we also Macrocosmos, wiped a couple yeah. of times there hmm? macrocosm yeah. yeah we figured yeah. it out in the pool that we killed the boss yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Any, ast yeah, any like really astro guy is gonna he's gonna salivate try like the first thing he's gonna want to do is test that. So okay, like it's not surprising. And, and what about the fountains? Like um, that the healers just take all the fountains. Was that something you did? Or we, we sucked at fountains. So I'll uh, we we totally scuffed fountains in our progress. Um, that's that's where we lost all our time in P three. We made the mechanic way harder than it should have been. Mostly because we didn't, I think what you're saying, the healing buff, we didn't highlight that as being important in conversation. It was just kind of there and we didn't really highlight it being, I don't know, like of any of any matter. Um, so our way that we solved Fountain and Prague, not how we killed it, but how we spent like 80% of our Prague uh, was just a fucking disaster. It, it, we've, <laughs> it was like wormhole level of difficulty that we were doing for no reason. And it was all rooted in the simple... We broke the cardinal rule, and it it like murders us to, to think back on it. But um, we broke the number one rule of always test proximity ranges. And we just didn't test proximity range in that mechanic. And that, that's, got, that's like just pure rust. That's just us being dumb. So we were not baiting the purples on specific players we were just adapting to wherever the purples spawn the what do mm. they call them the, the pinions the purple pinions oh um, yeah oh, oh, so okay. we had a, we had strategies that just adapted based on how the pinions spawned and it was like wormhole level difficulty and i don't know like we should i don't know it's just too it's just rust like we just didn't problem solve that properly so uh like they they fountains for us were a disaster i'm sure for like Sphia's p3 was extremely fast for people who don't know um, he is. I think he is right that their P3 is where they got the big lead, and then a little bit in P, P4 door boss. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think the the other top three to four groups, uh, none of them had as good of a P3. So mm-hmm. um, what I, I have a question. Sorry to hijack for a second, but real quick, I wanted to ask could you because you said it a couple yeah. times. So I want to make sure Roger doesn't mm-hmm. uh, feel left out with the jargon. Do you understand what he means by wormhole level difficulty, Roger? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, not really, but I understand that it's like you have to react to whatever is happening and it's like, uh, you know, too much math in your head, right? Like too many rules. I, I don't know. Yeah. What it's is essentially wormhole? a mechanic where every one person needs to know eight permutations. So you personally need to know the eight different things you can possibly get throughout the mechanic. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So that sounds spicy. Yeah. I mean, it was just dumb. It's like Sindolf said in chat, and this is just us being stupid. It's just two years of rust, I think. Um, but if it's too hard for PF, then it's probably not how the it's probably not how the mechanic is designed. And what we yeah. were doing was like, there's no fucking way you PF what we were doing. So it, it, we were trying to brute force it a little bit, and it just kind of bit us in the ass. Um, but uh, the question I had for Svia before I forget, because uh, we were talking about normal mode, and he was saying how a lot of the things he speculated from normal mode existed in Savage. Um, I'm I'm just curious, kind of what what he went into p3 speculating like what are the specific things that ended up being right because i know like what we speculated and roger has kind of already talked about what he speculated a little bit but because you guys got such a lead in p3 i'd be curious to know what what speculations of yours checked out uh the whole first phase more or less was Mm. we we gathered all that i think most good groups would have figured that all out that the black fires were going to be roll baited uh on players and there were going to be four of them and they would have four stacks uh, and there were going to be eight limit cuts that were going to go out. Um, so all of that section, like it took one pull. You see it, and then we had yep. a, we already had a strategy. We had positions. We had everything planned out already. Um, we expected that there would be spreads and stacks, obviously, because that makes a lot of sense. Um, and then, oh, what else was there that we figured out? The important things were really. I don't think anybody expected the tornadoes, but. It was so familiar to all of us just because we will play right. forever that that, right. that happened pretty quickly. Um, in Fountain of Fire, we spent a lot of time in Phoenix as well. So T12. Uh, so that helped with allocations and right. things like that as well. Um, but outside of that, like there's nothing really new. I mean, the teeth thing kind of is new, but like none of that's difficult, right? When you point one of them out, you point one of them in. That's just like a single pull type of thing. Um but yeah, mostly it's just we we never really progged P1, right? There are a couple of times yeah. where you're like, oh, this comes next, we died to it, and then you never wipe to it again. Well, I think the interesting part is I think if you, I mean, I haven't talked to like Entropy or anything about this, um, but I would expect that kind of all the day one groups just deleted P1. It wasn't even part of part of progress. So where your where your lead came from, that's what's interesting to me. It mostly sounds like it's all just seated in fountain and like i I don't feel like the tornado phase took very long maybe maybe you guys were a bit faster there as well so it's just interesting to me um because i also uh, just like to problem solve what what made us take too long um i think think a lot of it's just fountain shit that and having good damage so that even on the very first time we get to enrage the boss dies um there were like no heartbreak enrages this this tier it feels like we can talk about no. that in a, in, a, in a little bit but the dps checks this tier yeah like, you, you uh, just kill the boss when you see that you you don't actually just die to enrages this tier you just kill the boss right yeah I'm just and, saying, i mean when the sorry 
Yeah, like I, I was just just really chipping in real quick that the third boss I expected the enrage to be a little bit tighter, because the, the the last third boss we did was E11s and I felt like there, you did like one mistake and then you were struggling already with the, I mean we had minimum level when we did it, but uh, here, I don't know like we killed it twenty seconds or something before the enrage on the first kill. Yeah, I, I was surprised. I was surprised. Uh, I expected a little bit tougher. So when I'm talking about having good damage, it's about how bad your kill pool can be. Uh, as an I had a brink of death as a black mage, we had a, what four deaths total, I think, a slew of damage down. So like being able to get through the fight with that much failure is indicative of, of good damage overall. That's uh, why damage the same thing. Yeah, and the same can be said for the first two fights because you kind of you disrespect the hell out of those fights, right? Like we we tank LB in Temperance because if someone fucked it up, everyone's getting a damage down. We just tank LB it, make sure that we lived those sorts of things, and you can get through that fight by just having good damage and just completely disregarding mechanics. You just brute force stuff, um, and you sometimes will just intentionally fail it because if you get through it and you know the enrage isn't going to be tight and you, your group has good damage, why learn something? Um, that's just a matter of consistency versus time thing there um but yeah so that, that was actually also a really big deal killing this has actually gone all the way back to if you'll remember alpha scape clops i don't think you were raiding with us then were you i was were ninth you? you were ninth yeah, yeah yeah so in the third fight then we got a little bit behind because and essentially it was down to entropy killed uh I killed Omega, it on their rage pool and you didn't kill it on your and we didn't pool. And that put them like an hour, two hours ahead because of that. Uh, because, and when you get to the third fight and the fight starts pushing 11, 12 minutes, getting that pull can be, you know, 40, 50 minutes uh, in just getting there and getting the consistency down, uh, which is a huge deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What Svi is talking about, like, I can't highlight enough. Um, it, it's super important. Pe people talk about, uh, so this is a conversation we have in our team a lot when it came to like deciding what tanks to play. For, for the tier, mm -hmm. uh, this this conversation might be of interest to Roger, maybe not. Uh, but when we were deciding wh like what tanks we wanted to progress with, um, you know, we're looking at bosses one and two, and we're thinking, you know, these DPS checks are going to be easy. Do we want to take something like a Paladin? Do we want to take something like a Warrior? Like both those classes can sustain um, very comfy. Uh, their you know cover is great. Uh, you know Paladin having the extra raid CD, it's great. Like yeah, they, but they do less damage. And the conversation always ended with no they do less damage because damage mm -hmm. is king and the better damage you have you can like the difference between having okay i don't want to say something specific and be wrong but the you, the difference in damage can sometimes be you can have an entire extra death and still make a dps check like that's a big deal that saves like 15 to 20 minutes of progress just because you chose somebody who does more damage uh it's it's just always it's unfortunate it's kind of unfortunate that like the conversation always ends and damage is, is king mm -hmm. and you're you're absolutely right and i think um our comp uh, i think we run a similar comp um with spheres group we had the uh, i don't know actually i don't remember i'm sorry w w did you have also black mage red mage uh bard and uh, reaper Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. So we have the same DPSers. Uh, not sure about the tanks and healers. We run a warrior and a gunbreaker, and we also run a astro and scholar. 
I don't know. Yeah, there's a couple things in there that aren't like people will debate the tech slot a lot, and I think people will also debate the healing slots a lot. And there's like there's the conversation about double melee versus double caster, but mm -hmm. for the most part, your your comp was I think uh, pretty prog optimal there. Yeah, the only thing that I was not told before, okay, uh -oh. I, I so I switched. I, I was a big machinist pumper, you know, <laughs> trying to, to support the the the. the the machines that have been uh, smeared in this True. community, I've seen, I've seen it, I've seen it. Okay, nah, but I was like, okay, let's let's play Bard. I mean, everyone's saying how OP it is. I mean, sure, you play with the meta. I did not know that the warrior does not get my anything from my direct hit. So I was like, my God, I was comparing like logs, and I'm like, why is my buffs doing like 150 or 100? Like I don't know, it was doing way less raid DPS because of my buffs. And then I was told, oh yeah, Warrior doesn't doesn't like direct hit. I'm like, okay. Yeah, Good I mean, to know. Don't want to play with him again. It's like, not like yeah. zeroing out on him, but it's much less effective, yeah. Yeah. Did, did not know that. But yeah, I mean, yeah. It's all good. Do you think if you guys played the game a lot more, your composition choice would change? Because I know that a bunch of you guys can only play one job, right? Do you, Would you have had a different comp if you had the ability to? What would you like no, so to have taken it? Yeah, so I, we've we've switched a little bit. Um, so as I said, I played machinist. I I, I played bard uh, this time around though. Um, we had Tobo who used to be tanking, but uh, because Maris could not play because of the MDI, like a World of Warcraft tournament. For anyone who doesn't know, um, so for the second and third raid of uh, Edens, uh, we had a different tank. But now because Maris was back. Tobo switched and played um, Red Mage instead. Uh, but he also had leveled Monk, because the idea was that maybe our Black Mage plays Red Mage, and Tobo goes Monk, and we go like the full... Because I think that was maybe the more meta comp, I'm not sure. But Reaper Monk and uh, Red Mage uh, Bard. Uh, but yeah, we just stuck with it. Scribe wanted to keep playing uh, Black Mage, there was not too much time. Um, our tanks have played two specs each, I think. Uh, Frago has played Warrior, but he's also played um, Dark Knight. And um, our Maris has played uh, Gunbreaker, but he's also played Paladin. Uh, I think our healers have not switched to another healer job. They've stayed the same. Um, and our Reaper also played like a bunch of melee. I mean, absolute disaster. Samurai. Like The problem <laughs> is, like, whatever he plays, I start hating that job. It's, it's, it's sad. Like, he played Dragoon first, like, leaping over here and there, a little bit dyke. Then he played Samurai, he was like, bro's my uptime. I was like, I, I hope Reaper is a little bit easier, you know? It it's not... You don't have to adjust for the Reaper. And thankfully, it was not uh, that bad. Um, so, yeah, he played Reaper, blasting. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, I, mm -hmm. I think we... I, I want to keep trying new jobs, though. I don't want to stay playing the same. Uh, so I might try Dancer soon. Not sure about progging on Dancer, but at least just knowing more more jobs is, is good practice. Um, you know what yeah. is available. Uh, if there are changes as well, you're ready to switch. Because if I didn't play Bard and I played Machinist again, well, at some point Bard will be good. I need to be able to play it. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah. we're going to switch things up every time, I think. A little bit, a little bit here and there. Yeah. Not full... Not full swap though, because they like one or two swaps every time, and yeah, get people exposure. Keeping it's it uh, 
it's not surprising to me that you guys picked up on on the double melee, the Reaper Monk being really strong. Um, I know that almost every World Pro group actually ran that outside of a couple. Uh, but that comes down to like you just take you eat the damage loss and make execution a lot easier by having a double caster. Um, mm. So yeah, that, that's kind of the the thought process from us there. Was it the same for you, or was it more of just a we're just going to play what we know? I think it was more play what we know because <clears throat> uh, in the past it was also the melee raid defensive was kind of useless most of the time, but now they made it do five percent magical as well, right? Um, yes. The faint, I think it's called. Um, yeah. Uh, so, so I think we would have switched to it if if Skype was down to switch to red mids, we would have gone for it. It was more just, uh, you know, not much time. Like, it was really busy as well with World of Warcraft back then. And we just said, it's fine. But obviously, yeah, th triple range usually will be easier. I agree. It, like, they're, either it's neutral or it's easier to play triple ranged. Yep. Uh, Especially when the whole tier is just spread mechanics, right? It just frees true. up so much space. What yeah. I will say is, like, P4S second phase... If there was going to be a tier where two melee was as brain off competitive as three ranged, that was the boss. It's a fucking target dummy. Um, mm -hmm. Like th this, I think is probably one of the best tiers for two melee mm. in a in years. Um, it, it there is, with the exception of a few areas, there's very little uh, places where melees have to use their brain. I think Pinex if you're trying to be really, really speedy and do it in as few pulls as possible, there are some Pinex combinations that triple range just are going to save pulls over double melee just because, oops, both my melee went left. Oops, they stacked on each other and now they're dead. Um, like that literally just costs you a pull when it wouldn't have to, that that conversation between your melee of I go left, I go right wouldn't even have to exist with a, with the third range. So something like Pinex, yeah, but like the second phase, just a target dummy, just totally inconsequential, I think, to have two melee. So if this if if there was ever a tier for two melee to to yeah. compete with three ranged at a podium level, it would have been this one. But we let the yeah, we're really, we let the stupid three ranged team win. So <laughs> we were really close to doing it. Yeah, I don't think it mattered too much in the end. Um, before, by the way, before because you started talking about Pinex, and I want to say a lot about that boss. Uh, but um, for uh, P3S, I've seen a lot of people, and I think justifiably are complaining how party finder is quite hard to do p3s have they ever nerfed a boss after they released it to make it a little bit more party finder friendly because i feel Very like it is a bit happened. yeah i think once but... right a6 a6 is the is the most notorious example they gutted it um let me mm. think if there's is it just a6 i think it uh... might be outside of like bug fixes and stuff uh, I think it's just A6. Unless I'm crazy, I think it's just A6. So the answer is very rarely do they ever do that. I guess if you look at it historically, uh, yeah, they really don't, I guess. That would mm. be the better. That'd be the answer, I guess. Tough luck for the Pirate Finders. I don't know. I mean, it is it's a spicy one, yeah? Especially for the first tier, don't you think? Well... When the tier's designed to be killed and crafted, and then gear kind of just trivializes every damage check that was already pretty lenient, especially in a first tier, uh, the only way that you don't get through it after, you know, four or five weeks of gear is, like, critical failure. 
everything falling apart, everybody dies. Because you can limp through those things now with the amount of gear that people have uh, and still kill the boss. So that's kind of the the normalizer there is that everybody just, just kills it regardless because they just do more damage now. Hmm. Could be. Uh, yeah, I guess it's just, I think P3S has a lot of that white potential, both in the fountains and in the... Because uh, if, if someone dies, doesn't soak their fountain, it's a wipe, basically. The boss gets a buff, it's over, right? And in the firestorms, yeah, if, if someone dies, I mean, I guess if you do the Elmo strat, some people can die and it's not that bad, but... Uh, what is yeah, the I don't Elmo know. Strat? What the fuck is an Elmo strat? Oh, you don't know that? Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. What is the El- <laughs> this, this community's naming of mechanics is wild to me. Yeah, well, Elmo Strat is where literally the physical range debates one tornado. Uh, the two tanks get every single other mechanic except one cone from the boss, which goes right. to the rest of the group. I'm, I'm familiar that's with it. that. Why is it called the Elmo Strat? Because, because, because the, the picture that's, diagram. Yeah, the initial picture has Elmo faces on the on the tornadoes. That's it. What? It's like, <laughs> remember, what was it? Spyro Strat in 010? It was called. It's the same thing. It's just somebody. It's like Dwayne Titan. In, oh yeah, yeah. What, in what the fuck is Dwayne same Titan? Thing. It's it, people reply like they instead of putting rocks, they put Dwayne oh, Johnson. Oh, Dwayne Johnson's face. I get it. Yeah, that's yeah. clever. So, okay, no, that that one's clever. Elmo is just a. Why would someone put an Elmo face? I don't know. It's it's, a, it's the Elmo like reveling in the fire picture. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, those are the tornadoes. Now it probably the, makes the sense. Elmo burn it all down thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. I'm hip. I get it. Hey, man. So what we need to do <laughs> is the next time that we popularize a strat, put happy faces on them, like smileys. So then it becomes the happy strat, and then Mr. Happy gets flamed by the community for that strat, even though it's not his fault. Yeah, every time you make a bad strat, yeah. just put happy faces everywhere, all over <laughs> it, and just like completely screw it over. Yeah, he uh, won't mind. No, no, no. You won't mind. Uh, I gotta say, honestly, the to me, success as a podcast host is getting people on that can just sit, talk for thirty minutes, and I don't gotta say a word and get good conversation out of it. So I, I forgot you were here. <laughs> yeah, I'm here, <laughs> just sit here, oh. nodding and listening. Oh, we're live. Oh, my bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I do. Yeah, uh, Roger, do you have? I, I want to make sure all your questions get answered. To be honest with you, Anything no, I mean it's fine. I mean, it was a little bit your mistake for inviting me. You know, I I can't I can't keep my mouth shut. I apologize, but uh, not a mistake at yeah. all, man. Uh, I'm just gonna have you come on every show, dude. We'll, you'll just help me with every show. Uh, we'll call Great, it the Roger Talk. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, I do want to ask you, you know, some questions relating this to WoW a little bit too, uh, mm-hmm. and just your perspective coming as a WoW Raider going into Final Fantasy fourteen. What are some things that either surprised you or, you know, was just obviously just you, you weren't expecting as uh, a WoW Raider coming in and raiding in Final Fantasy XIV? Um, it's a difficult question. I, it's a difficult question. I mean, because obviously I've had some experience doing the Edens uh, raids. So it's not like I had some crazy big surprise doing the race together, you know, when it goes live. Um, I, I guess... Initially, though, I I did not expect before playing the game uh, to have a, simultaneously such a different rating experience of how you progress a boss compared to WoW. 
um, and it being so, you know, it, it, it feels so fulfilling, let's say, right? Like, I, I, I get excited when it's a new boss in Final Fantasy, um, regardless of what it ends up being. So I always will be excited of, oh, let's see the new mechanic. You see a new mechanic, you're like, oh, what's happening? In WoW, it's a little bit, I don't know. It, it doesn't have that certain magic, I would say, that uh, Final Fantasy has for us. Um, and yeah, just how how optimizing your rotation feels so much better. I think those are the two things. Like, uh, it feels very different dealing with mechanics. Um, and also the rotation feels way more satisfying, I guess. At least from what I've played so far. Okay. Um, I mean, is that a part yeah. of, like, you know, playing... You know, like, you don't have that feeling going into PTR for WoW? Like, seeing the new bosses and trying to figure them all out? Because you figure out a lot of stuff in PTR, I'm assuming, with WoW. Mm -hmm. uh, and you don't feel that same magic there? Um, I, I feel the magic of, like... I, I get really excited on the PTR, which we, we've actually been doing the last couple of weeks, by the way. Mm -hmm. So, we've seen a lot of bosses... Um, it's not the same, though, I would say. It's more, oh, let's understand fully what's going on in the fight. Because generally in WoW, it's not like you wipe, really, if you don't do a mechanic perfectly. It's more like, oh, you have a few people die. You just play the PTR because you only have one hour. Mm -hmm. And then you just sit there and it's a different. It's more methodical, more like, okay, let's understand every single thing, go through the logs, understand every mechanic, and try to come up with a strat but it's it's not so much on the rails let's say as it is in final fantasy in final fantasy usually most mechanics it clicks insta right like you know how they wanted you to deal with it and it's perfect in wow it's more like oh can we tease this like this can we tease it like that can we i don't know you're always thinking of how you kind of abuse the mechanic and kind of make it very simple or min max this or that in final fantasy it's more how do we actually play this mechanic? How, like, what did the the creator have in mind? I don't know. It, it's it's hard to explain it really, but it feels very different in in my <laughs> head how we tackle its boss. Yeah. Okay. So not not to put you on the the hot seat here, but mm -hmm. uh, just for you know, curiosity, has your team decided that if there's no conflicts, you guys are gonna play uh, ultimate? Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure. I mean, honestly, I haven't even. Checked, I guess it's the interest level there. Yeah, I think so. I mean, everyone is super happy after we finished Prog. Everyone was was digging it. I guess I just don't know if we will know the bosses that are gonna be in this ultimate. Maybe we need to go and do some old bosses before to understand For what's sure. going on. For sure. Yeah. But the the ones that would be re yeah. related are all. They're, they're not very long progression cycles. Like, it wouldn't take very long. Um, mm -hmm. So it wouldn't be a huge time commitment. But yeah, you definitely would want to do that. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I asked that because some of the stuff that you're you're talking about where um, you're, you're talking about how in, when you're raiding Savage, there's usually an intended design of a mechanic and a strategy that you can you can kind of infer from if i was a developer oh this makes sense okay everything this square square cube fits into square hole circle fits into circle hole mm -hmm. um and there's not like many other alternatives however in ultimate have you seen have you seen the tiktok of like the 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 guy putting like everything into the square hole 
Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, and ultimate, it's more like that, where mm-hmm. sometimes there's like way different. There's a ton of different number of solutions to get through a phase. Um, whereas in Savage, yeah, what you're describing, it's a little bit more linear. So I really want to revisit this topic. Hopefully, you guys are able to do ultimate as a team together because in like four months or whenever it is for hopefully only four months um i want to hear the follow-up of your opinion mm-hmm. on that because i think i think they're very different i'm just scared how long it's going to take us honestly yeah like I, it might be a while <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but uh definitely no sure i'm 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 excited we didn't do a single ultimate so far uh so i don't that's why it's really know. exciting because you you're, you have no yeah. frame of reference right now um, like the, the fact that you guys didn't do T, uh, or you cover, um, you're just, you have no frame reference and that's why it would be dragon song would be like super interesting to see. What does it look like for somebody totally fresh? Mm-hmm. Now, I can, yeah. I can actually remember that very specifically when nobody knew what ultimate was going to be when you first came out and everybody underestimated it. Yeah. Everybody did. So seeing what you guys would think about it would be very cool. What do mm-hmm. So does that mean, Roger, that your team isn't thinking about doing uh, Ultimate, like one of the old Ultimates? Well, not right now because we're super busy, but I think, um, so I don't know if you're familiar with, with the WoW cycle, but mm. this is the last year of uh, the last parts coming out for this expansion. Uh, it's probably going to come in like, um, I don't know, a month from now, maybe three weeks. I, we, we don't know. We're waiting to see an announcement. Um, so once that's Help done, me, though, by the way, yeah, we we have no indication, right? I mean, a, a lot of people are complaining in Final Fantasy because we got pushed back two weeks. We don't even get a date until it's yeah. two weeks away. Yeah, <laughs> that's it's, wild. Uh, that's wild. Yeah, that would drive the, me. Insane. The, this is going to be though the last raid, and probably there's going to be nine months of like no content <clears throat> after that, or no new raid here at least. So that will give us a lot of time. Uh, I think we probably getting out of that uh, tier. We're gonna do the dragon song. I don't know if it's gonna overlap. Maybe we have to do it after everyone has cleared it. Um, so we do the dragon song, and then probably we can squeeze in another ultimate afterwards. Um, since we will be hot, let's say, with uh, <laughs> having just uh, defeated one. Um, so yeah, and then afterwards, I mean, I don't know when the next tier is gonna come. The next savage tier. Uh, do we know roughly when is that? I mean, it's... you could expect it to be like in the summer around July or so. If you were just mm-hmm. going to guess, you know, dates, they try to do yeah. every three months, but it sometimes turns into four months. If something it bad honestly happens, feels yeah. like the days of three and a half month cycles are gone. If I if I'm being honest, I mean, I don't know if mm. I don't know if other people feel this way, but just the way that their development cycles have gone, it's just it's just gotten it's just the cycle has gotten longer. And it's just, I think that's mm. just going to be here to stay. We're looking at four plus, four, four to four and a half per patch, I feel yeah. like. It's just going to be... Yeah, I, I think we'll definitely do um, either more ultimates after Dragon Song, or we might go back and do some older tiers, like Savage tiers. I don't know, I think it's... Uh, I don't even know what the full name is, but I've seen a lot of people saying, oh, like, oh do Omega. 011 or something. Oh, it's Omega, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I, I, I guess there's some good raids still that we haven't done uh, from the Omega's past. Omega's a banger. Omega's a banger. There are yeah. a few downers in there, but I'd say it mm-hmm. has more bangers than downers. Let me think about that. Do you agree, Spia? 
banger to downer ratio of Omega raids. Uh, yeah, there aren't many awful fights in there. They're all pretty solid. I think it's more bangers than downers. Just yeah. so that you know, Layla, your hand is like right there between your mouth and your mic in some degree. Oh, here. is it? Yeah. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I was I was leaning my bad. That's all right. And your mic's also like like way out there, but it's okay. Also, oh, Omega's I, really oh, yeah, well yeah. presented in general, I think, uh, which is why people would want to see that from you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a blast, right? It's almost like, I don't know, I, I really want to do them as well. It's not like, oh, we have nothing to do, let's do them. I'm, I'm hyped. Like, it's, oh. uh, yeah. I, figured, I, I hit my mic button. That's why it was so low. Oh, okay. I was like, ah, there's okay. something there. I, I rolled it all the way down. I can go real quiet. Oh, don't, don't, don't <laughs> screw with it, man. My, my fucking... <laughs> no, it's, it's good here. It's good here. Okay, okay. Uh, I mean, my mic's okay. already doing scoopy stuff anyways, but... Uh, what were you saying, I, Roger? Sorry. I need, I need to ask something. <laughs> Am I... Like, why... Why did they put... I'm going a little bit back to the bosses that we just did, okay? Mm -hmm. It's probably P4S, <laughs> door boss, okay? <laughs> Why did they put the Pinax right at the two-minute mark? Can you explain this? It's so annoying. And did you guys actually use cooldowns in the middle of the Pinax, or did, did you just play it safe and use them after? I don't if know. If you're playing the Enrage timer, you don't regain a use. Like if you're playing through the yeah. Enrage timer, you don't mm -hmm. gain a use. So we just delayed them till like the what is it like two twenty or whatever when you're coming back in from yes. the final from the final Pinax. Mm -hmm. um, and so in Prague, delaying them hundred p better play in farm that's not the case yeah that's actually something that we kind of picked up would be the case when zodiac came out they're gonna get like our two minute windows for everyone now are super busy uh so one of the most important things for preparing for this tier was getting really really comfortable uh with operating under two minutes and making it just so you're not even thinking about it right um but knowing that they're going to be putting mechanics at two minutes is just, that's Final Fantasy, right? They they love to put things during every one, every 30, and every two minute. It just, they, mm. their fight design is like clockwork. Yeah, they like, I mean, some some of the skill cap of playing like a melee, for example, playing a monk right now, like some of the skill cap is just being able to micromanage a mechanic while doing, you know, your two minute window and focusing on both things. Like they, they put those, that's, they're probably cognizant of that when they're designing fights because they want that to be a part of the skill set of a player doing damage while doing mechanics. And I think that's perfectly mm -hmm. fine. It's just that like we've been like we've said, you do also look to see, okay, do we even need a two minute here? Um if we delay it, do we actually what do we lose by delaying it? Um I think Reaper maybe doesn't like maybe Reaper doesn't like delaying very much, but uh most classes can get away with delaying and it's okay. Like there there are a few where it's a little annoying, but you you, you pick your battles, right? Yeah, I just don't know. Like, do they? Do you think they meticulously think about that? And also on the phase two, the last phase, um, it also felt a little bit weird how the enrage is right at eight fifteen or what is it? So you can twenty five. Uh, uh, sorry, eight eight twenty. Yeah. Um, wait, twenty five. Is it twenty five? Yeah, twenty five. Yeah. Mm, okay. I guess maybe twenty four. Yeah. it's like twenty four to twenty five. Maybe one second. Something? Really. Instance yeah. memes? It's it, there's there's still variants, but it's, it's just much okay. more. <laughs> yeah, but but it, it like feels to be like, why wouldn't you just do eight thirty five and just increase your health a little bit, 
put an extra AoE in there so everyone feels good popping their cooldowns at the end. Because right now it's like, well, if you send them on CD every single time without a single global uh, delay, then you'll get about half of a use at the end or maybe, you know, a, a little bit more. And it just feels, uh, you know, did you have to do that? I don't know. I yeah, wish they didn't. You, if you if you are giga gaming and you don't drift at all, you definitely get more than half at the end. And I I yeah. like I personally like that. See, I I'm in like uh, okay. Yeah, I, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. I think if they start catering kill times around comfy cooldown usage, just fucking like why I I'm reaching a point where it's like why am I even playing my character? This they're making things mm-hmm. so easy. Um, okay. Like at least, Fair at enough. Least give, us, give us some form of agency over our decision making for cooldowns. Like they've already homogenized everything to two minutes. They've already taken away that interesting aspect of like matching 90s and and 180s and stuff. So if mm. they then make everything two minute and make the fights like super two minute friendly, it's just going to be so boring to me. Like mapping out damage. So like the 25 mark, it, uh, I do agree that it's a little awkward, but it's only awkward if you drift if you don't drift it's close to nice you obviously mm-hmm. lose out a, you lose out a little value of the 20 seconds um because you i don't think you're ever going to get a unless you do there's there's so there's like fast cooldown openers you can do you can like mm-hmm. pop your cooldowns like one or like first global after pulling a boss if you wanted to to mid max getting a full extra use of something but that comes at a cost right like as you know i mean if you're not if you're if you're not delaying your cds and your opener by like eight to ten seconds you're not going to be able to fit all your gigapotency buttons under those buffs, just how some classes mm-hmm. operate. So that comes at a cost. And But having the pl- the agency of deciding, do we want to do a fast opener here? Do we want to do a normal opener here? Um, do we want to delay cooldowns? Do you want to play for an extra use? Like That's part of the skill set of deciding and mapping out your cooldowns. The As soon as they start catering to the lowest common denominator of... Um, insert cooldowns here big red flashing lights from the boss um it just mm-hmm. loses all the fun to me yeah they've they've kind of done that to a degree already though right like they're getting they, like i said they're getting close yeah. to that and that's bothering me uh this is more of an overall statement just the the way that everything kind of functions right now on two minutes i think is a little dull when you think of how it used to be with like, the combination of 90s 180s it. it's extremely 20, dull. Uh, 120s. yeah no it's extremely dull i i like can't I can't agree more. Um, I I don't know where this whole anti one eighty anti ninety uh, you know community sentiment came from. Um, I'm not blaming the community or anything. Oh but, damn uh, community! I, oh god, I, I, that, came, that came out wrong. You know what I mean? Like everyone, in the, everyone in the community complained about threes and and one and nineties, and it's I I never I understood think. like why? Like okay, you're yeah, it's annoying, but does everything have to be convenient? You can be happy in inconvenience. I think the change was more for a fight design uh, reason. If you have listened to or read a lot of the interviews with them about their raid design sort of philosophies, it's more to do with they specifically design fights around CDs that jobs have and where they should be doing damage. If you can remember the Eden's verse, yeah, the E6, um, Yoshi P apologized because Dragoon was so awful to play in that fight because they didn't plan around the timings that Dragoon would be playing with in there. Um, so yeah, that's probably sorry. part of the reason that they've, they've normalized all of that. So they don't have to make those decisions and be like, oh, how do we make this fight now fit the 17 different jobs, which are going to be operating in different ways. So they just fucking shove them all in two minutes instead. I think maybe if I'm, if I'm 
thinking about it critically, I miss 90s. Maybe I don't miss threes. But I miss 90s. I'll just say that. Mm. Okay. Maybe some 45s. Where's the 45s? I have my songs, but let's do something <laughs> wild. Give me some 45s. I think it's, it's weird because in, in WoW, there's not that much uh, hom- homogeny. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot of classes that have two minutes. There's definitely some that have three minutes. Um, and then there is usually, like, it, it really depends, right? Like, they change that a lot. But the main thing is that in WoW, there's not that much um, uh, raid buffs, right? Like, here, the yep. main thing is it's not really a cooldown that much. It's more like, when do you pop the raid buffs? Um, that really matters. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I like that too much, I'll be honest. It's definitely... I, I wouldn't want it differently, I guess, because now I'm used to it. But uh, it's an interesting choice of having a lot of jobs have raid buffs, and you kind of play around that. But, so I, I, I remember know. when the, yeah. I remember can, when can, the can game... You, can, yeah, sorry, ahead. just want to ask... Sorry, 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 sorry. No, but would you prefer maybe to have wacky timings of every class has their every job has their own cooldowns but you don't have this many raid buffs you don't really play around that you just play your own job and oh i have a 130 and you just do it solo a little bit when you're gonna pop your cooldowns depending on the fight would you prefer that or Mm, so what you're describing is a little bit how the game existed at launch um when the game exists when the at the at launch um, classes really only had personal buffs. We actually had very few raid. We had very little raid interaction. Uh, we had battle voice from Bard, which was an entirely different battle voice from what you have now. Um, oh, totally, totally different. Yeah. Totally different Bard design because we had we had Foe Requiem uh, with battle voice. Um, just totally different Bard. We won't even get into that. Whole another show topic. Um, but back then, like besides besides Bard, there was very little raid interaction. Uh, that got boring real fast. Uh, if mm. I'm being if I'm being honest, personally speaking, my opinion. Um, as soon as they started adding raid utility, like the first the first big one that they added to the game historically was Trick Attack in 2.4. It was a total game changer. Um, the game, uh, to me, playing your own rotation, and I'm gonna uh, be careful how I say this because it might upset people. But I don't mean I don't mean this as a negative, so don't take this as a negative. Playing your rotation is not uh, difficult or engaging over a long period of time in this game to me, at least to me. Uh, the interesting part and the engaging part of the game has always been the team play and coordinating with somebody um, just because if I isolate my character, even even in a universe where it had personal buffs back in the day, uh, it was just not as fun to me as like, lining things up into that 10 second trick uh mapping my ogcds around that guy like to me that was way more fun and a bit of a higher skill ceiling um now if we go if we make it more extreme because in what i do understand what you're talking about because i've played wow where there's a lot more things to manage individually you have your trinkets you have your 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 class kit Mm -hmm. um you have you know classes have like three to three to four buffs sometimes that they have to micromanage um if we reached that level of individuality, like five to six different separate agencies to manage, yeah, that'd be fine because that's the same level of decision making that we're having right now, except just on an individual level instead of a teamwork level. Um, mm-hmm. My uh, 
pause is that I don't think the game will ever go to that because we don't have no. things like trinkets when we just don't have that kind of job design right now. So in the constraints of the Final Fantasy ecosystem, I would prefer the, the team play aspect. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and Roger, do you kind of, do you agree with that at all? Do you feel like that's, would you want to see that yeah, no, kind of, uh, go ahead. Well, no, really, I wouldn't want to see that because it's different, right? Right. Like, I don't want to yeah. do the same thing on both games. So it's definitely that's interesting. Fair. That's but, fair too, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm just saying that I think maybe that's a reason why when it's a rate buff, the developers might have a, a bit of a harder time uh, balancing things out with also boss designs in mind. And that's why maybe they start homogenizing a little bit things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's... It, like it, it almost feels like a lot of the specs, with very with few exceptions, they can't really break out and do crazy stuff, um, because then they become I don't know. Like it, it's hard to balance, right? Um, so would you bring a tank if they didn't have an immunity? Mm, I don't know. I mean, you can play without an immunity, of course, but it almost feels like every tank needs to have an immunity. Every physical range has this raid city uh, to uh, damage reduction. I mean, right? Uh, what is it called? Trabalur? I don't know. Turbidor? Yeah, yeah. The, the Tur- that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it, definitely a lot more uh, the same across at least the. What do you call like a physical range? Then like a roll. Job a role, role, yeah. Like the the roles are very similar in that regard, yeah. and I feel like yeah, it's it's almost inevitable. I think. Do you think like in the past when it was a little bit more random timings on the group buffs, was it easier to balance? Was it not frustrating a little bit at, at certain times on fights? Like I can understand it's less fun, less less yeah. complicated, so you're you don't have to use your brain, but. It's also less frustrating, right? Like, it's it's a give and take. It's a funny I, question because... I'll let Sphia go in a second. But it's a funny question because you would think that the current philosophy of homogenization would be easier to balance, yet this is somehow some of the most imbalanced jobs, mm. certain jobs have been. So I'm going to chalk that up to just de- uh, development scheduling, just the fact that they had the, the Endwalker delay they were time crunched, and then they went straight into holiday break. They probably didn't have their fine polish job tuning adjustment passover that they normally would. And that's probably why we have the result that we do right now. But in theory, it should be easier to balance jobs more than ever right now. Yeah, that's more or less what I was going to get at. Excluding the start of this expansion, there's been a very clear trend between homogenization within jobs and roles and overall job balance. Like people loved balance in Shadowbringers. Like as you got through it, it just got better and better. Uh, Stormblood was okay. Kevin's Ward was an absolute mess. But and like it's, it's a trend that's followed. Right, it's just progressively gotten better. And I think, excluding a couple of outliers, again right now after six oh eight, um, we're in a better spot than we were. But it's still not where it was last expansion. Um, so it's, we're kind of in a, like an anomalous time right now in terms mm-hmm. of balance and overall stuff. Balance yeah, it feels really bad. Feels shocking to me, right? Like, because they set themselves up to have very easy time to balance the jobs, but they really held back from doing so. Uh, I don't know why, honestly. I mean, is it 
to not upset anyone after they've already obtained some loot. They're like, oh, we don't want to change anything now. Like, I was expecting, okay, you see normal mode. I, I think after normal mode was released, everyone saw who is doing the best. They could have maybe tuned a little bit some numbers, right? I mean, why why leave the poor machinist in the dirt like that? You know what I mean? Or the dancers, <laughs> the, the dancers even. Right? Holiday I, it break. Was, it was. It was holiday break. What was it? It was like probably ninety percent of the teams must have had a bard, which is you know kind of sad. I mean, who would someone complain if they buffed machinist a little bit? Is what I mean, or nerfed bard a little bit? Yeah. The uh, other the other thing that was also imbalanced is just how how much classes are punished by dying. Um, they did. They actually mm. did a decent job at addressing some of the more obvious problems. I think the big fear going into and Svia can Svia can uh, hijack this. I think the big fear going into Endwalker was what's going to happen to a summoner when they die. Um, but they nipped that one in the bud really quickly, thankfully. Svea? Yeah, yeah. Job death is is one of the things that isn't punished equally. Uh, and I guess that's where part of the discrepancy and like I guess their design philosophy. And I guess it's a it's a budget thing for them in terms of power budget, um, but no, especially this expansion with death becoming more punishing with the removal of back on your feet, uh, and the fact that everything is now two minutes, like everything is two minutes. So, and also I feel like burst windows got made a larger portion of damage. Would you say that's mm. true? The overall profile is much more two minute centric, and that your those yeah, windows are more important. Heavy. Super top. So heavy. that kind of compounds so if you lose a burst window now it's huge um all of that adds up uh in, in the way that jobs are balanced as well right because most of the time people look at job balance they look at it in the vacuum of a, an ideal run and really good players doing it as opposed to uh prog applications as well which are a little bit more nuanced quite often quite often and things like that actually make a difference the funny thing, because uh, people are talking in chat about uh, like Bard being punishing if you die, the funny thing is just how much more, and th this is the problem that I was highlighting, you have a class that's kind of undertuned in Machinist going into Prague, and Machinist has such a rigid rotation in, in order to like keep it keep it under, lined up under buffs. If you die anywhere near that buff window, you're just fucked, and you're already on a mm -hmm. job that's like uh, uh, that's underperforming. Um, so you have you have jobs that are doing more damage and are more comfy. So it's like, what's going on? Yeah, I mean, it really depends on the timing, right? Like, I think, let's say, if 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 any job dies at the two minute mark, let's say you also have a raid buff yourself. Well, then you get rest. What do you do with that raid buff? Do you just send it by itself to not lose a usage maybe overall, or do you just save it until the next two minutes so you just have it sitting ready for? Two minutes not using it feels Nine very awkward, and you just send it. But yeah, yeah. It, it's I, awkward though, right? Like if feel, you want to, it feels really back. bad, right? Yeah, and, and but then the bard I think also can be really bad if you just entered the song, then you died, then you get rest, and for thirty seconds you have no song, and you're like, okay, well, doesn't feel too good right now, you know? It's uh, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, yeah, it's not I, too I, bad though. I, I can't complain. I I think it's good. Uh, I mean, if you die, I almost forfeit. Like, okay, we we die. We had people die. Uh, die. Uh, we're not gonna kill the boss. Like, it is what it is. Uh, kind of accepted that. I, I yeah. I do want to ask you, uh, Roger. We talked a lot about Final Fantasy XIV design philosophy with Savage and everything mm -hmm. else. Uh, how much of that can you kind of compare with the WoW side of things and? 
how much do you prefer some of the Final Fantasy fourteen design philosophy over the WoW uh, fight design philosophy? Yeah, so it really depends. Um, I have thought about something I want to share with you. I feel like Final Fantasy has a lot more clarity of like, once you get it, you get it. And I think also it it's much smoother overall. There's only one mechanic which I thought was kind of weird this year, and that was the the balls on P4S um, door boss. I thought that was... I, I don't know what they were going with that exactly. I was like, okay. Um, but the rest of the mechanics, pretty clean, right? And the, the thing that I realized is they reuse the basic um, mechanics in Final Fantasy, right? Which is the soak, you know, like you have the arrows, soak me. Okay, or you have the flares go Tell out. Tell, yeah, like it's like those, I don't know, 10 things that happen. Pretty much you'll see them every fight or every other fight. And then because those are used all the time, they're fully refined, right? Like they probably just copy paste the mechanic and it just works perfectly. So it makes it easier for them. Because I was thinking, how do they make all these cool bosses, right? Like P4S, like. Act 1, Act 2, Act 3, like, what is this, right? Like, this is Gigabrain. But they have the good base of, okay, how do we use the soak mechanic or how do we uh, make these tower soaks uh, work? Let's come up with a creative way of, of using the base tools that we have. In WoW, you don't really have that. Every boss is like new, complete IDs or spell IDs. They just rebuild the mechanic. Maybe they copy certain things, but it could be broken. It feels like they probably waste a lot of time with that um, and they don't have those base core mechanics to work with and I think I, I like that a lot with Final Fantasy because it it's like a creative way of doing the same mechanics oh but now also you have to deal with the firestorms at the same time as yeah. you soak with a group I don't know it's because uh, uh, I was thinking yeah like I, I don't think that all the five-head designers are in Final Fantasy, and there's no one in WoW. Uh, it's, it, they're they're yeah. working with a different tool set. They're, <laughs> right. they're, they're given a different foundation to start building yeah. from. And it's mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I, I agree. It's like you're they've they've given they've been given a box of Legos to build from, whereas maybe in WoW the guy the designers have to go decide if they want to get Legos or if they want to get an Erector set. Is anybody even yeah. old enough to know what Erector oh, yeah. sets even are? It's okay, so I thought I thought connect, like right? I thought it was like ancient boomer technology here. Uh, I, I was um, thinking more like sandbox, you know, working with sandcastles and trying to make everything. But oh, like, like they had like so what you had Legos, you had like Erector sets, you had a uh, uh, what was the other one? What was the like the fucking straws? Connects? Oh, no, Con -con straws. Connects. Or... It was it was connects, right? right? Yeah, that rings a bell. Oh, no, maybe that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was K-N-E-X. -K mm. Dude, connects were my jam, by the way. Total, total fucking side comment. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, yeah, like as a WoW dev, you right. probably have to go and decide what box to buy. But Final Fantasy, they just give you the box. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. They, they, they set up, I, I think they've set it up so that it's ready to just get cool ideas and they will work, right? Like they, you have... I don't know. It's also with the fact that it's only eight man. You have two two tanks, two healers. That's rigid. That also it just puts you straight on the path. I think what was it? Um, when we're doing normal mode P2S, which I was not sure if I'm gonna like the boss. It was actually okay, uh, but we're doing it normal mode. 
I, uh, were a little bit yelling, like, oh, which platform do we go? What's going on? But then once you do Savage, one of the platforms is gone. So then by limiting how much room you have, it kind of guides you to the correct strategy. Mm-hmm. So it almost feels like this, right? Like with Final Fantasy designing a bosses. Well, you have these mechanics and you have two tanks, two healers, four DPS. And so, so you, you narrow down on how do you make it really cool with this foundation. In WoW, it could be, oh, I don't know, maybe we go four tanks. Oh, what if you go eight healers randomly? Uh, what if you, yeah. I don't know, right? It's, it's way more wild. Uh, and it's not so much catered to um, the raid. It's more like, okay, let's throw these mechanics at the, at the players, see what they come up with. Maybe Obviously, they have an idea of how you deal with it, but it's more, oh, I have a cool idea. Somehow I make it work. New mechanic, never seen before. Here you go, players. Enjoy. And and then it's more like, oh, this is broken. I need to fix that. I need to not allow an immunity to work here. Or I don't know, something, right? Like It's, it's a different process, I think, which is why the, the bosses in Final Fantasy have this refinement, right? Everyone is surprised. Like, oh, they never PTR test. And the bosses are just work perfectly from day one. How can they do this? And I think a lot of it is because of how they, they, they've built their boss creation mm-hmm. factory, let's say. I, I think that's a really good take. Um, I, I, I definitely agree. I have a question regarding the WoW side of things. Do, do, uh, do you think, um, do you guys have enough insight on uh, knowing how they, when they're designing bosses, do they, how much do they factor in when they're designing like a full raid tier of like a, of a normal two tank mythic raid, you know, four to five healer. Uh, I guess well, you guys mm-hmm. dropped down to three healers sometimes. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. you've even got a, maybe you've even got a two before. Um, but we have, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I guess when the time calls for it. But how how cognizant do you think the de- fight designers are of like a a standard like two tank four healer fourteen DPS raid composition? Are they does that matter yeah. to them at all? So almost every single boss will have a mechanic where you need to tank swap. Um, so it very rarely can you solo tank bosses. It has happened in the past, um, but generally speaking, very rarely can you go less than two tanks. Very, very rarely. I can't even remember the last time we did it. Um, and then generally, uh, I think their, their hope is that you will need so much DPS to hit to not hit and rage mm. that uh, you won't go an extra tank but it's always something in our head especially if you're pro if we're progressing a fight then we're like wait will a third tank make this a lot easier we always bring that up um it's just usually it ends up not being that much worth so you go back but there have been a lot of bosses like you just simplify so much right like uh, um if there are multiple bosses as well, like some fights, we don't have just one boss. We have four bosses, five bosses. I don't know. It's crazy. Sit. Uh, oh, sorry. Didn't mean to cares. <laughs> uh, crazy. Oh my god. I don't know if, it, if this is PG. No, I'm you're sorry. Fine. You're fine. Uh, you're fine. I, I think I dropped four F bombs. But there might be like uh, a lot of fights are cancel fights. Uh, so you have multiple bosses. And then some tanks just do so much good damage as well. So you can get away with just getting an extra tank. And when you're 20, man, losing a DPS and getting a tank that does half or even more 
deep damage compared to a DPS, you're not going to feel it that much unless the enrage is super tight. Um, but yeah, generally, they, they have it in their mind to go back to your question. I think with healing, it's a little bit more of a hit and miss, but they do a decent job. Usually they'll add just passive AoE damage, unavoidable, just to make sure that you don't cut too many healers. Um, that's a good way to um, guess if you can do uh, less healers or not, is how much unavoidable damage is there in a, in a given fight. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's hard for them as well. Like, I, I don't sympathize with them. It's very hard to be, oh, okay, they will do exactly four healers. A lot of times we play with the healers, I can tell you that. Yeah. We, we'll go five healers to play it safe on the early bosses. Why not? Uh, or we'll go three healers on the last boss if we need more deeps. So it's, uh, it's a very tough thing for the developers. I think generally, though, they do have it in mind of, let's go two tanks, four healers, 16 DPS. Uh, sorry, 14 DPS. Um, that's their, their initial thought process. I mean, yeah. do you like but, that being like a part of the fight still? Like where you could maybe have it one way or the other? It's definitely fun. It's kind of like what uh, Klops was saying earlier with the, the, the deep... The, sorry. The, the cool cooldown timing. timings. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, if they made it super rigid, maybe I would have been, ah, you know, it was fun to at least play with these ideas. Now you're taking it away. So I think it's fine. The one thing that I would like to see from them is going a little bit more in the route of the roles to, to make balance a little bit more easy for them. I think they have very hard time balancing the, the specs. Um, so if you have something like, oh, you need to have two, two, or let's say you need to have four melee DPS, no matter what, then you can also plan a bit your roster easier. I think that's a cool idea, but uh, maybe cut down as well on the 20-man, go, let's say, 16-man, and then be like, okay, you need to have four melee DPS, four range DPS, no matter what. So you can never be like thinking, well, what if we just go full range? We don't even need the melee. Instead, what they've done is they've given specific jobs, let's say. I don't know. I'm changing the terminology back and forth. Uh, they've given them unique things that only they do. So it's like a 5% deep, five damage buff that they put on the boss. Only demon hunters have it for magical uh, damage. And you're like, okay, I guess I need to bring a specific uh, spec, which sucks. I don't, I don't like that. I think it's bad. Yeah, it seems yeah. like there's certain classes that are just auto locks, and then there's like x number of flex classes that you build around yeah i do mm -hmm. hear a lot about people memeing on uh moonkins Dude, what, what's, yeah. the, what's the meme on moonkins Anna? completely broken <laughs> they're just but they won't, I mean, I, they won't tell you that yeah i mean they cry all the time on twitter that they're they, they're get, every time they get a small nerf they cry uh but they're generally broken because oh uh, actually great timing you have you played with the uh, scholars lately and the the AOE speed buff that they give, yeah, yeah they very powerful. Yeah, it's amazing. Like I, I was like, oh my god, finally we have this in, in Final Fantasy because that's what the druids have in World of Warcraft. So then you just bring a bunch of them because the only other spec that can do that is shamans, which generally you don't bring too many. Maybe you'll have one or two. Um, but yeah, druids bring four <laughs> of them, five of them. Every mechanic that happens, hey, pop the sprint. Everyone does the mechanic much easier. Very, very easy. Then they have like really good cooldowns. They have really good survivability. They can not die from mechanics 
by going their form, which increases their health, etc. It's like they can do everything. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. and also they have Innervate, which gives healers free mana, basically. Yeah, that's... Uh, it makes sense lore-wise, but yeah, I mean, there's no mechanic in the game that will prevent you from stacking Moonkins. That's the problem. Okay. Um, right. So if you're... If you are a another range, that's who you're competing with. I mean, and mm -hmm. it's it's tough. It's tough, especially when there is. I think what? How many? Is it twelve classes times three? I think there's thirty six specs in the game. Yep. Demon like, Arrow, yeah. Demon Arrow is two and Druid is four. So I think there's mm, yeah. thirty six. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, good luck balancing that. And yeah, yeah. Going back to what you're talking about before uh with the sort of roles within well and the way that you'll build your composition the concept of swapping out a tank for a dps or a healer for a dps in final fantasy and progression is so obscene because it completely <laughs> breaks yeah. the fights if you do that uh yes. one of the things that yeah. that people always think of is that you see a group uh, and there's there's a specific JP group who always does this every tier. They'll post like a, a week one solo heal uh, of the final fight. And at that point, it's not really actually about the healer. Like they're, they're doing throughput. That's great. But healers are really strong in this game. The okay. difficult part about that is that everybody is now randomly getting healer mechanics, mm. uh, which that's the difference there, right? You, you just, it's not something you can do at all in progression. Like, so you're, you're definitely shoehorned into the way that you have to build a comp um because of it but like the difference there of just swapping like how could you do that it's bringing in an extra tank like imagine what that would do to some mechanics in final fantasy right yeah yeah like yeah. it's a double-edged sword right so we have everything tied to roles which you know as roger highlighted earlier um well i guess you were talking about class kit but also some maybe maybe tying some wow mechanics to rules um well i guess before i talk about this roger you can tell me uh when it comes to like wow fight mechanics are they typically role based like i know that they there's like mm -hmm. melee healers and ranged healers and melee healers get melee mechanics and ranged healers get range mechanics but how are there specific do they still have do the thing where it's like they have melee mechanics and they have range mechanics or is it all like a range threshold like how does it function these days there's a mix, for sure. So they can do both. Um, a lot of times, there's also mechanics that just never target um, tanks, but they can target anyone else. So that's another one. Um, they kind of have changed this over time, right? So you will see all kinds of this targeting, um, like the, the, the ones you mentioned. But it almost feels like it's phases that Blizzard developers go through. Like in the past, it used okay. to be very, very prevalent that it was one of the uh, ranged get it, and you need to have X amount of range to be outside right. before it will start randomly targeting a melee as well. So that's when we started, uh, we coined the term like Super 7. So we all needed 7 ranged outside, and then everyone else can stack on the boss. But as soon as you had 6 ranged outside, then it could target whoever. Um, so... Uh, that's a little bit in the past. Um, recently, I think they've generally just gone with either you're a melee or you're a ranged. Um, and healers are, as you said, some are considered melee, some are considered ranged. This has also changed in the past where 
Paladin specifically, I think, used to be considered ranged, but then they but then made them, them. <laughs> yeah, which is all like in in the back end, like you don't know any of this information, right? Like you just see it. Um, and then the they also started doing a lot with um, proximity, like uh, oh, this is the closest target gets it, or uh, one of the furthest away targets. That's also something that they're they're doing. Yeah, they play around with it. They've kind of gone away though from the Super Seven that I said earlier. Um, yeah. In Final Fantasy, when they play around with that, usually it's a result of it's a new, it's a different dev. So they'll yeah. have they'll have different developer cycles. Like you'll have one guy who's working on two to three bosses, and that's his workload. And then another person's working on two to three bosses, and that's their workload. Sometimes they're in the same tier, so, so it's not one guy doing an entire tier. So sometimes the philosophy changes from like in between the second and third bosses. Do you th- mm. uh, in WoW is it similar where it's like one raid each? Like a bunch mm. of different bosses are designed by one guy, and then like. Maybe the last three are designed by another guy, and like the philosophies are way different. Does that happen a lot? So it's hard to tell because I, I don't think it, with so many bosses it's kind of hard to to know because they they probably do like one developer might do the first, the third, and the seventh, and then it's hard to notice like patterns, especially because it's not necessarily also a strict order that you do the bosses. Um, what you do see a lot of times is inspiration from previous bosses, though. So um, there is a boss actually coming up, which we haven't seen at all. Spoiler alert, if anyone wants to be completely blind. Uh, but there is a mm. boss coming up, um, uh, fully blind, didn't test it on PTR. But you see like the abilities, and you're like, oh, wait, this is like Algalon. Um, uh, so it reminds you of a boss from like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of see how they, they looked at that boss, probably. They took some inspiration. They changed things around. Um, yeah. It's... Uh, they, there's almost always some kind of reference you can make um, to understand the targeting or whatever it is, right? Like, it's 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 almost subconscious, though, I would say. It's not... Uh, yeah. It's... Uh, oh, and also, I, I think a lot of their development team like this the they've changed right like there's new people like so five years ago was quite a lot of other people doing bosses compared to now um i'm pretty sure they brought one new guy in this year though i will say this i i have a big suspicion because do you know what Uh the dungeon journal is in world of warcraft I remember you telling me about this a little I bit. I told yeah. you about it, but yeah, just hey, go ahead. So there's a, there's a dungeon journal which basically explains all the abilities of a boss. Uh, not really. You can't just read it and be like, "Oh, I get it. Uh, let, let's just kill the boss." But you read the tooltips basically. Now, generally speaking, that's very impersonal, right? When you read the abilities, there's an overview. There's like lore there as well, if you want, on a different tab. But when you go to abilities, it's very this does AOE, it picks random, uh, it picks a rare target and does AOE eight yards around him for 30k damage. And you're like, okay, I get it. But then there's this one of the bosses, you see the craziest descriptions I've ever seen ever before, right? So you go boss one, two, three, four, five, you're like, yep, yep, I get it, I get it. And then you go to the boss number six and it's like the cosmic reflection bursts into particles and. Uh, then it regenerates in this, and you're like, "What? What is this mechanic, dude? What am I doing? What?" <laughs> so, 
Yeah, that... you can usually tell from the <laughs> from from the Dungeon Journal mm -hmm. uh, that it's a new developer or not. That's pretty yeah. interesting. So they, they aren't really too public about who designs what fight, what, who their battle designers no. are, and what they're doing behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. They're they're pretty private about it. I wonder if that's better. I, I don't know. I can't decide. I mean, I think I've asked in the past when, like at BlizzCon, like sometimes they will tell you, I, I, but okay, they don't okay, sure. go out of their way. And also, obviously, that's they are a team, then. right? I don't think it's one person. One person is probably in charge of the boss, but they, they must talk a lot themselves yeah like mm -hmm. uh for final fantasy they they always do it way after the fact right uh they usually like a whole year later yeah yeah like a year or two they see what the reception i am assuming i'm making lots of assumptions here they see what the reception is on the fight and if it's something they'd be like oh this guy designed this fight he's amazing they'll tell you <laughs> but, but if, if everybody like, hates it they won't yeah, tell, you. Not tell you to create it. <laughs> that's that's fair that's fair yeah uh and they do that at the fan fest and everything uh, it's pretty interesting. That's how we learn a lot of stuff. Uh, and we learn what developers are doing, what, and how they're thinking and everything. Um, go yeah, ahead. The only reason I, yeah, I keep, I, I keep highlighting this. Sorry. Um, I'm hijacking the show a lot, but um, I, I get, I, I get to talk to you and Sphia whenever I want. I so rarely get to talk to Roger. So I'm, no, I'm taking full advantage. Yeah, um, but uh, the, uh, the, the only reason I was, I was interested in, in that kind of stuff is like very few times historically we've caught wind of maybe like who the developer of an upcoming fight is, and it actually mm. can tell you how to prepare a little bit for it. So um, because certain developers have a track record of doing things certain ways, and when you when you keep up with like who's who in the Final Fantasy dev side of things, you can start to sense find patterns and things, and it helps out a little bit. But what I have noticed, a fun uh, tie-in to what something you said earlier about how you think there's maybe like some new people on the team these days, I actually feel the same way about Final Fantasy because um, I have a lot of good to say about Endwalker, but there is also some of the negatives I have. Uh, and some of the negatives are just like clearly a group of new people uh, that uh, joined in recently that are repeating mistakes of developers that worked and left like five years ago because it's just like very similar mistakes that were made and fixed back then but they're new now so they don't know mm. that they're mistakes yet so we're gonna have history repeat itself a little bit and we'll have that go on for about six months until can, it can all you gets give an example out. of that yeah i was gonna ask an example yeah it has a, a lot to do with the job design i feel like right. um the right. so, some of some of the way that I, I can't remember the specific example off the top of my head. Uh, I was talking about it with my team like two weeks ago. Um, specific to job design, there are some... Was it the tanks? Might have been the tanks. I can't remember. Uh, but specific to job design, there are some things that I wish were not the way they are. And I'm hoping that they get adjusted <laughs> over the next like five That's months. As broad but... as you can make it, man. <laughs> I can't remember the specific example off the top of my head. Okay. So okay. That's just what I'm I mean, at. I know one. Make make Baraz give you a proc of Sarobite. Come on, bro. That's or, or am I saying it correct? <laughs> oh god, yeah. 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 Right. Shadowbite is fucking miserable right now. It's all it's awful. Come on, come on, man. Like what it's like a tease, yeah? It's a tease. You're like, oh you pressed it. I honestly feel, I honestly feel like not only does it not give you a stack, but it must nerf your chance to proc it. I'm, I'm convinced because as soon as I press it, no proc. <laughs> it, it just doesn't happen. I'll try to remember it, what's it, bugging it, me. It's like, a debuff for sure, yeah, man. Sir, I yeah. actually have a question. Bring it a little more on topic for Roger. 
This is your first time doing a global release raid tier. Mm-hmm. What was that experience like, and how different was it for you? Um, I mean, it was awesome. Um, it was also really nice to live hear like, oh, they killed the first boss, and we could compare very realistically between the two. Um, and we also had an excuse almost compared to previous times to be a little bit more serious, right? Like we still were not tryharding crazily, but we're like, okay, let's, you know, don't don't overfixate about a little bit uptime here and there, like no one cares. Just be a little bit more progress ori- uh, oriented. Um, and it felt better, I would say, compared to the previous times, uh, just because we could see the progress going forward uh, not getting stuck like we did uh, not regressing I guess as much like I don't think we were suddenly oh we're we're just chain wiping and nothing is improving um, so it felt really good it felt really like just like a race yeah like I don't know what else to say mm-hmm. uh, in WoW it's also like that but I think because of how short this is and because you never really get stuck and you also don't have to go out and do split runs or whatever yeah, it's a little bit more, how can I say, more exciting, I guess. Uh, whereas in WoW, I think it gets like that towards the end, uh, more or less. So, okay. yeah, it was it was really cool. It was really cool. The, I guess I... the one thing that I will say, <clears throat> since you said that as well, I didn't really like that much the whole... I don't know, I almost wish, like, you could maybe craft your gear, like, a day before... Because it feels like that's another like whole section where, I mean, it's kind of cool. Like the crafting system is cool. Don't get me wrong. And I guess it's like a one percent issue kind of thing, but it kind of feels annoying having to deal with the crafting of the gear when you want to progress the fights. Like if they just unlocked it a day early, I would have preferred it. I don't think they'll do it, but I'm just saying that was a little bit. You gotta of get a, a crafting dis- team. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's it's like, I mean, we had we had we had um, someone helping us, and really thankful to to to, to that person. But I don't know. It, it's just I and I bought a lot of gems, by the way. I I oh my god, my can they with the material? Yeah. Oh, the, a lot of material. I was switching servers for like three days, trying to get a little bit cheap price on the on the gems. Oh my god, so much clicking. So much clicking. Oh, please well, update you, the auction house. You were last minute Andy. If you, if you were prepped, if you were doing your hunts, if you were buying it as the days, uh, the expansion first launched, this would have been a lot less painful. I mean, I get it, but but I'm just asking for one small change. WoW also didn't have this, but they did it recently. Update the auction house so I can put how many of a gem I want, and it just buys that amount. Instead of having individual... Like, oh, this guy posted 10 gems, uh, so you either okay. buy 10 or nothing. Like, WoW had this, but they changed it now, and it's so much better. I just that put was a giant and... auction house update, though. It was like a giant update. It was, it was, yeah. I, 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 would, I would appreciate that, at least. If I, I, I mean, hope, maybe I tell Scribe to do it next time. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remembered what yeah. my complaint was, by the way. I, I couldn't remember it uh, on the spot, but it was Astro. Some of their some of their Astro design mm. is just like five steps backwards to things that we tried back in uh, Astro Heavensward design that are just like 
why are we going back to this level of RNG? Like, why do why are why are Arcana the way they are? I, I just hate it. I, I I think it's I don't know. I I don't like it. I it's it's something that they did in past years try, tying this much RNG to the job, but the job is already strong for other reasons. So it's it's going to get glossed over. Like the the issue with the design of it is going to get glossed over. But uh, I I just dislike it. I, I don't think it's good. Okay. Okay. Uh, I do want to ask this. Oh, go ahead, Roger. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say with Astro, I just don't like ever since I switched to Bard. I need to get the Royal Flash to get a card. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, I, that's fair. At least yeah. you're not back in the old days where you had six cards and only one of them mattered. Uh, so anyways, yeah. uh, with the, the servers coming up at the exact same time and kind of being a part of that kind of global release and everything, there is the other factor, of course, Final Fantasy has had so much attention on it uh, recently that there are going to be server issues. Uh, and there was some server issues uh, with some groups. Did you experience any, uh, Roger? Yeah, my team just inted hard, and I was waiting for them to log in. No, actually, it was me, dude. Was so <laughs> oh, was it you? That's so bad. Okay. Uh, not, so I got a... At the very start, I don't know, my game just crashed like five times. Like, I just tried to log in. But it wouldn't, I don't know, just closed. Um <clears throat> so then I got I think an hour queue, maybe oh. maybe half an hour queue. Maybe on half launch an hour day? Queue. On, on, on a... literally on the launch. On the launch. Raid oh, launch or had... expansion launch? No, raid launch. Oh, raid. On okay. raid launch, I think I I mean there was another person as well. So but I was the slowest, 30 minutes, and I think the other person was like 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. So a little bit delayed. Good. Took um my team used that time to buy with their tomes the material for the crafting, so it wasn't wasn't that bad. Then I got a blue screen at 8 p.m. and then I was in an hour queue. It was not good, Ooh. I must say. And then what was it? And then the, the second day, we we were on this uh, last boss. We were looking footage, looking at footage. IAFK timed out, and I had another hour queue. Um, yeah, it was like we took a mm -hmm. break for lunch, and then right. we're looking at footage as well. So yeah, it wasn't it wasn't that good. Now, to I think the big lesson that we learned, and correct me if I'm wrong, if we had moved all of us to the least populated server of the data center, isn't that the play? Like you don't lose anything, right? Like you just make sure everyone moves there before yeah. launch, and mm -hmm. then you just have way less queues. Even if something goes bad. The right. issue then is getting crafted gear. Uh, at that point, getting your crafted gear because the crafters can't gather from nodes off of their home server. So they would have to do some shenanigans to get their gear to you. Um, but that's the biggest roadblock there, logistically. Now, does he I mean see. world visit or do you mean actually transfer your characters? No, world visit. World, world visit. visit, okay. Yeah, then like Svia said, the, you have some crafting logistics mm. that are a problem. Um, you would have to have crafters on the world that you're visiting. Yeah, like yeah. One, ones I mean, that the are, thing is, their home world. Our crafter was not even from our server originally. He did also. So he went back and forth. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what he did honestly. I, I think he just stayed on our server the whole time. I don't and know. He, he spent a lot of he spent a lot of guilt. <laughs> Maybe I think we spent like a hundred a hundred mil only though. I don't think we spent that much. I was expecting it to be it's more. Bad. It's not that bad. Mm. Maybe yeah. EU prices are a little bit better. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But 
But yeah, I think that's what we will do next time because it's just frustrating, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was badly timed as well. Did you have any, like, did, did it happen to any of the top teams? Any issues with the, the servers? Yeah, we had a couple of DCs, but because of the, like, us moving around, we avoided queues almost entirely. We had a PC mm. crash and a DC, but that lost us maybe total five minutes. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's not too bad at all. Yep. And I expect it'd be like 10 times better going into the next race just because like, you know, the curve of like how many people are wanting to log in will start to die off a little bit and the servers will be able to free up a bit. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, what, they, what they need, I, I understand that they had a huge surge of players and they, they stopped selling the game. I'm guessing by the time the next race is up, they will have solved that issue. And shouldn't they at that point enable the five minutes or something uh, protection that you don't lose your queue if you just DC and you log back in like next minute or within five I mean, minutes. That shit should already be here. I don't know where it is. It's yeah, I think they removed nonsense. it to like lower the queues, right? But Yeah, uh, but just... where is it now? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah good I question. I don't know. It, it, should, it should be here, but I would, I would hope at least. Yeah, uh, I think mm. some. I think they said they they did an announcement. What was it? A couple weeks ago now of uh, when they're adding their new server structure infrastructure, um, mm -hmm. and it's not slated until at least for the NA side of things. It's not slated till like late this year. So we're gonna oh. we're gonna see like one to two more tiers with the current uh, systems in place. However, I do feel that there will probably be a little bit less congestion. Around the next two tiers, like Endwalker launch was huge. It was mm -hmm. unprecedentedly huge. So, um, you know, we have some of that mm -hmm. taking part in it. it. It'll it'll be bad, but it won't be crazy like it was. I think this yeah. this was just fucking yeah. crazy. It was pretty crazy. And there's not going to be as many teams racing Ultimate the way that they did for Savage, uh, just because it's a lot more of a commitment overall. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not. Um, so I, a couple of questions, you know, we're, we're almost at two hours, which is like crazy to me. Uh, but there's a couple of questions I just wanted to ask in general for all you guys. The, the raid ended, you were feeling one way about the raid tier and everything else. Now it's been like a handful of weeks. Do we still feel the same or has any of the glamour died off or do you have more respect for some things that you've seen in the fight? Uh, now time, some time has passed. I'll let Sphia chime in because I keep stealing the microphone from him. Our overall opinion hasn't really changed too much. I think it was a very successful tier. Um, again, there's no dead fights, right? Like, none of them suck, uh, which is pretty hard for them to do, especially in an introductory tier. Um, I like it. It hasn't been bad to reclear. I've actually enjoyed it every single week. We're playing very little at the moment, but um, no, I really enjoy my time in those fights. So I give it two big thumbs up. Nice. Layla, do you feel the same? Yeah, uh, I'm super raid loggy right now. Um, Sphia knows this from having played with me for a while, uh, that after a tier, I have like three to four weeks of just decompressing, just de-stress. Because, the, 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 I mean, it's a lot of prep that goes into this, this shit. Um, uh, there's like, I mean, you, we, especially like an expansion launch specifically. Like, Prog mm -hmm. doesn't start at Savage release. Prog starts at expansion launch. So it's like four. Yeah, we only got one day of Savage Prog, but in reality, it was kind of four weeks and one day of Savage mm -hmm. Prog because there's just so much stuff you're doing every day, all day. Um, so relaxing, 
so I haven't put a ton of thought into whether or not I still like the bosses. What I can say, and if you follow uh, anything I say on Twitter or on my stream, this won't be news to you. Uh, I am very much not a fan of eight and a half minute end bosses. Where where this trend started, I don't know, but I hope it dies. Um, it is so short. Uh, it started like we we went straight from Oracle right into Hesperos Phase Two, and both are like eight minutes, and both of them have these like pseudo victory laps at the end of a full minute. So you're really only getting like I don't know, like maybe seven and a half minutes of actual mechanics. Because um, I mean, Curtain Call Two is just Curtain Call One, but again. Mm-hmm. So you just have like seven and a half minutes of a boss. And with Oracle, you only had like, what, like seven minutes of a boss after Advanced Relative, after a, a Triple Apocalypse. Um, so I, I, yeah, like the door bosses exist and you're supposed to count them all as one fight, but I don't. Um, I want like an actual 13 minute end boss, punish, punish me for wiping, send me back to minute one. Um, I, I hope that in, in, in 6.2, we get one of those again. So you, you, you want, want eight big, minutes big, plus thirteen minutes? No, 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 no. no, no sorry. <laughs> okay. okay, let me, let me, let me rephrase. I don't sure. like door bosses. Let me go okay. back to that. Okay. I don't okay. like door bosses. Um, I, I would rather we just go back to thirteen and a half, thirteen yeah. minute end bosses. Um, it just feels like a more natural progression cycle to me. Maybe this is just a very like, uh, opinionated take. Maybe there's no right or wrong answer here. There probably isn't. But that's how I want it. I want it my way. <laughs> Roger. Um, yeah, let me quickly talk about the, the raid overall. I think first boss was amazing. Also, I think that, like even for farm, I think it's really cool. And I think it's um, like people rem- uh, I remember saying, oh, you should do Eden's Gate. It's such a great introduction to raiding in Final Fantasy. I think uh, the, the P1S is a great boss as a first boss to introduce someone to Savage Raiding. Um, personally, at least. I think it's, it's, well, we it's gotta, simple. We got to talk about P1S, by the way. Sorry to interrupt, but keep uh, yeah, going. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll keep <laughs> okay. going then. I'll, yeah. I'll keep going. But yeah, really like that boss. P2S, I didn't like the setting so much, like the atmosphere of the room. But I think the boss is fine. I, I don't have an issue with it. Um, and then P3S, I thought it would suck a lot for bards. Timing-wise, because the boss goes away, and I hate when bosses go away, generally speaking. <laughs> um, but it actually turned out pretty okay, timing-wise. So I actually enjoyed that boss a lot more than I expected it to be. Um, so yeah, I think that's cool. Um, and then I did not enjoy uh, the door boss as much, I will say that. Like, I think that's my least favorite uh, part of re-clearing. It's like, oh my god, we have to do this. Oh, and then Pinax comes, and yeah, I know, you know, get better. Maybe there's this strat for uptime and maybe we can improve a little bit. I don't know. It's just that that door boss has nothing like really interesting to me. It's just like, can you survive the Pinux two times? Okay, and then you kill the boss. Like the rest of the mechanics. Actually, it took us a long time to understand the mechanic of like sucking in the, the, the thing on the sword and then putting it on the cloak. I, we were so like... We wiped so long until we figured that out. It was mm. embarrassing almost. But, I mean, once you figure that out, yeah, the boss, mm, I, don't, I don't like it. 
But uh, as soon as you get through, you get to the last phase. I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll agree with Klopp that maybe they should have just done that version just longer. I think that would have been cool. Um, and uh, the... Uh, what did I want to say? Ooh, I mean, I wouldn't mind also a long boss like Shiva or uh, Titan. I think those were really awesome as well to progress. Um, I, oh, yeah, one thing I want to say is, do you like the fact that with these door bosses, it almost feels like, like I don't know, something doesn't click, right? It, it feels like it's a system that I would expect a little bit more refinement. Because uh, right now, you're like, once you've gone through the door boss once, then you don't kill the boss, obviously, the first time. I think it took us four or five times to get to phase two to kill it. Um, the duty timer? After, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, like the timer, because then you go back in. Oh, we wiped two times. Okay, let's restart. Like, yep. I, I don't know. It just doesn't feel good. Maybe just make it so that once you do the door boss, you just have X amount of time no matter what. Like, it refreshes. Maybe you give, I don't know, 90 minutes only. But it just is... That's it yep. every time. Uh, it just feels weird. Instance yeah. limitations is going to be the short answer. Um, however, that's not an excuse. I 100% agree. Um, I think that the I think that this the current design of door bosses is so like just a nonsense. Uh, the 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 fact that you have the best play to zone out and zone in, rezone in, and that's just an accepted norm. Yeah. Like we we've just accepted that as being norm, like a normal thing mm -hmm. over the years, and we don't like people don't really think about it. I'm people need to take a step back and realize just how badly designed that is. That's we shouldn't have to do that. The game should just mm. do that for us. Um, it, there's no there's no skill involved in zoning out and zoning back in. It's not it's not like you're taking away player agency. This is the one instance where I want them to make something easier. Just make this higher quality of life. It's just silly. Um, again, it's, it's another reason why I hate door bosses. Uh, mm. But what I what I will say is that for for specifically for Hesperos. Uh, had because you're talking about how like the pinax the pinax pinax i don't know how you say it um but you're saying how it just kind of repeats and is feels kind of whatever lackluster and that you maybe don't necessarily care for the boss very much if we just combined phase one phase two cut off the boss at let's say right right after the towers is that let me think about that it goes towers into second pinax right yeah like if we cut off the boss mm -hmm. right at the tower right after the towers that's around the 4:30 mark, I five four five five minute mark, I think. Five minutes, I think, roughly. Yeah. Yeah, because that's right yeah. right after your second set of right after your third exactly. set of twos. Um, yeah. And, and if we cut off the boss right there, have it transition right into Hesperos phase two. You're going straight into Act one. You've you've done two things. You've one, number one solved my hatred of splitting up two eight minute bosses. Number two, you don't have a boring last three minutes of the door boss that you've already done. There's nothing new mm -hmm. and interesting about it. It's literally just Pnax, you know, Electric Boogaloo 2, whatever the fuck. Um, and then number three, uh, you get all, uh, you fix all the issues with Hesperos Phase 2 just being way too short. Because now you're around that five minute mark, you tack on the eight minute, 25 seconds of Hesperos Phase 2, boom, 13 25 fight. So what I wonder is if that was the actual original intention of the boss and hmm. then when they when they because they do this a lot they design bosses then they go back and they cut stuff up uh i wonder if that was the original intention of the boss you just uh, right at the five minute mark it goes straight into act one 
Maybe, yeah. Maybe. I, I, I have no idea. Yeah. Because that, that would be a 1325. It'd be very nice. I think it'd be very nice. To, like you have like this phase transition to kind of normalize your cooldowns, and then you go straight into fighting the boss. I, I would, that would have been sick. But <laughs> Okay. What do I know? Fair. I'm just sitting here. I'm not over Wash there designing. Wash up gamer, only yeah. rank four. What, a, what, what do I know? Yeah. What uh, the fuck? That's messed up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Layla says all the time. He calls himself a washed-up gamer. It's true until I make it not true. <laughs> Keep in mind, World 4th in Final Fantasy is actually way harder to get compared to World 4th in, uh, in WoW because it's only 8 players, right? So you're, <sighs> you're, you're, th- mm. you're basically top 32 players, whereas in WoW you'd be top 80. I yeah, I mean, uh, the, yeah. the the size of the pool is different in the two environments. <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, I don't know even at this point. Maybe. Oh, maybe okay. Actually, fair, out, yeah. sure, fair, fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could we could just say, hey, if it was forty. Hopefully it holds. We'll we'll give it a couple of minutes. And I I completely apologize, guys. <laughs> I've yeah, that, yeah, that's never fine. had that happen. It's very never. uncharacteristic. So yeah, yeah. It, you're oh. usually the goat. Oh, thanks. I, I appreciate it. It, it, it happens. It happens. It's all good. Uh, okay. So chat looks like they think it's back. So I think that's good. It's it's good. I don't remember what I said or where it cut me off. Uh but I think uh, it had something to do with the 40-man 40, 40 content, right? If we we're comparing 40-man, like a raid, it would take one, two, three, how many groups? Five groups. Yeah. So top five is technically um, world first. Um, I mean, yeah, but we're, we're not, we're, okay, we're not, actually, our teams right now is about 31, but it is, Mythic is 21, right? So, True. I mean, I guess, you, Yeah. Two and a half it's, teams. Uh, two, you know. two and a half teams. Two and a half, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So sorry. You, actually, go ahead. N- no, no, I mean, everyone is good in chat. It was, it's just, yeah. A, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Stuff happened. At least there's no queue on tweets, so we're, we're fine. Oh. <laughs> but, do you, do you oh. have, um, do you have backup players? Um, like, are you pretty set on your, st- uh, I don't know if you call it statics, I mean, uh, but, are you pretty set on these are the eight players no matter what comp we have to play these are the eight people we go with or do you you know like and you just adjust like depending yeah. on what comp you want to play you don't you yeah. never have a like a ninth person uh, well you have a ninth person but they aren't technically a raider they are like support oh, yeah, so they're oh, oh is not a raider Whoa. I, I mean like they're not in the instance right <laughs> that's that's what i'm saying <laughs> Um, but no, because you can multi-class so easy in this game, mm. uh, it's more about the roster than it is about the jobs. That's, a, that's I'm, a I'm just giving the sphere shit. Yeah. Everybody knows what, what he meant by that. That Cleese yeah. is fine. Yeah. Every, they could, they would swap. They have swapped Cleese in for stuff when, when like, uh, somebody's missing. So mm. justice for Cleese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. What what topic, uh, were we on a topic and I, I don't want to go into another topic and completely cut us off from what we were talking about earlier. I was so, you know, well, I, I know we're, this. I know we're deep into the show. We're like two plus hours deep. Uh, yeah. uh, I have an infinite number of things that I, I you wanted talk to talk about, about P1S like really bad. So could you, yeah, do it, I don't like... want to, I don't want to, I don't want to tie people to their keyboards though. in prison, sentence, you know, prison sentence. 
the only, the only thing that I was curious about, and because uh, I know Sophia's got to go, um, but the only thing I was I was really wanting to hear about is people's opinions on temperance in P1S. Um, this is this is a this is a wild. Which one, which one is that? Temperance. Sorry, is, I don't know the names. Sure, temperance is the the hot and cold phase of P1S. Um, the the fire crystals, the, one with the ice, ice cubes, crystals, or the yeah, ground, the cubes, the cubes. Okay, the, the cubes and and the and the, the eight towers. Um, mm-hmm. This is so not like Square Enix that that design, and I would just like to pull people's opinions on it. I I know my opinion. I know my team's opinion. I don't know other people's opinions, and I really would like to know how do you feel about the fact that there is a there are you know two permutations that are extremely obtuse outside of like normal way that they would design a first boss uh like very solvable yes but very you have to agree very obtuse i think they accidentally made a mechanic harder than they meant to yep that's my take as well but i don't want to influence opinions carry on i I don't know if, if Sophia had more to say. No, no, there's I nothing mean, I, more than that. Yeah. I mean, I can tell you, like, for us, it was just, we didn't even think too hard. We we're like, because the, we were a bit confused about the purple ones. We we're like, what is that, right? Like the middle purple ones. Do you know what I mean? Like, the, mm-hmm. yeah. We didn't really understand what's going on there. Took us a couple of tries, I'll be honest. But then we were like, okay, everyone, since the north and south one, it was usually like the, one red, one blue in between, we were like, okay, well, everyone just deal with your own square and then just change your color if you need to, and that's it. We didn't even think like, oh, it doesn't work with the tanks. And and then we're like, oh, whatever, just take it, you know, just survive. I mean, who cares? It's just, it happened so naturally that we didn't even think about it. And we're like, okay, I mean, it didn't even happen yeah. all the time. So if it felt like one of those mechanics where... Damn, dude, like, I don't really get it, but it works. Let's just go with it, right? Because we didn't know that there was only, like, two different variations, and then also it might start from the top or bottom. We didn't we didn't even know it can start from the top or bottom when we killed the boss, I think. It was... I don't know. We just yoloed it, yeah? So the reason yeah, I... Yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Finish. Go ahead. It sounds like a mechanic they could have done a lot more of if they put it later on in the, in the raid. Do you know what I mean? But because it's first boss, you have to dumb it down, they sh- and then it's, it should it's be dumbed too- down. Yeah, but it's not because <laughs> two of those permutations are mm. very much not dumb. Um, they're very, very uh, like I think obscure in how to how to actually solve them for a first boss of an expansion. Um, mm. The funny, the reason I bring it up is the funny thing is if you. If they change the south tile to be uh, one, or, I forget if it's one or two crystals different. The mechanic, all permutations are solved naturally individually. Um, mm-hmm. So my opinion, and I've I've really gone back and forth before actually giving an opinion on it because I don't want to just chalk. I don't want to just take the easy road out and say, oh, they screwed up. Because you know, down here in fourth place, we have to figure out how to get better after every tier. <laughs> so I want to, I want to make sure that I'm trying, like you know, I'm not misunderstanding like how they design a boss, or how they design a mechanic. And I have just finally decided that they fucked up that south tile, <laughs> and I don't know, yeah. 
I don't know how they missed those two permutations, but uh, it's just very uncharacteristic of a first boss of an expansion, considering the fact that you change one tile and the mechanic is now perfectly solved naturally individually. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Now, the, it, what I will say is if you're, I think I saw it in chat and I agree with this statement, um, being the player who flexes every week as the tanker, the DPS does make the boss more fun. And I would highly recommend to anyone listening, if you're bored going through your your, your clears, uh, assign a new guy to be the flex every week. Give him something spicy to do. It just makes it more, I don't know, it just makes it more fun for them. And then sometimes you might pull the boss and you get two of the boring permutations, but whatever. Make him do it again next week. Spice things up. Spice up life a little I, bit. I will tell our BLM to adjust. I, I, I want to see okay, how yes. he reacts to that one. He would love to hear That's that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, I... I I, I do agree, though. I think now that you mention it, it's probably a mistake, right? Because otherwise, why so. is it only why is it only that yeah. two people need to switch and no one like everyone else just does the same thing every time? It's just those two people. So it I sounds think it's definitely there. There, yeah. there are strategies that involve like three people switching that are a little bit. Still, it's only three. Uh, it's it's just very yeah. very weird. Uh, it's it's weird because it's surprising to me that they would make that mistake. They've been very mm-hmm. good about things like that historically. So maybe new guy, uh, maybe getting his feet wet a little bit. Who knows? Or mm-hmm. her feet? Who knows? But so, yeah, that that's mo- mostly my things I wanted to ask about P one. Just uh, it's by gotta far get off the, your chest. Yeah, I had to. I would, I would be uh, just torn if I didn't. Fair, mm-hmm. fair. Uh, I do want to ask. Go go ahead. Sorry. No, I had nothing else. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, no. okay. Uh, I, I wanted to ask, uh, you have a pretty cool event that's happening tomorrow, Roger, uh, where you're actually facing off against Liquid uh, in mm-hmm. a, a, it was a raid battle of sorts, right? Right, yeah. So so we had a charity event last Race to World First in World of Warcraft, and we hit a goal where we said, if we reach this amount, we'll do a raid race between the two teams. Um, so we're going to be doing that tomorrow. Uh, it is a little bit more fan-oriented, right? Like, it's not going to be... It's still a race, but there are some twists. It's not just a speed race like full, like you're used to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but we we did also a race re- relatively recently with a, a Chinese team, which was pure speed race, like not no no extra sauce. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was also a lot of fun, and I think that brought me back to uh, yeah, like you can still have a lot of fun in World of Warcraft. It's just the incentives are not there. Um, you gotta make or, it or right. Like, yeah. There, there's a lot of incentives to not do the fun part mm-hmm. for us, at least. Sadly, I think Final Fantasy is not much different. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I guess. Yeah. Maybe you're right. It's. Uh, but at least the gearing in Final Fantasy is very like. It feels good gearing up. I don't know. It does compared to WoW. Mm-hmm. Um. So so yeah, we're we're doing that tomorrow. It should be a lot of fun, and uh, hoping we can get uh, the community excited about it. Uh, yeah, it's, I think, man, the time zones are, are going to kill me. I can tell you the time <laughs> It's in, 12 in p.m. PT, I think, Pacific. Uh, I think I saw that listed somewhere, right? Okay, it's, it's, I think, 8 p.m. or 9 p.m. CT, something like that. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think 9, 9 p.m. CT, I think. Okay. Okay. You guys should all watch mm-hmm. that if you want to watch. Roger, you're you're fantastic, by the way. I, I love having you on the show. You you bring a lot of really good energy uh, here, mm-hmm. and just being in a community and being part of the the competitive kind of rating scene in some level regard is awesome. Uh, 
uh, you and Echo and everyone, especially and Team Liquid now that they're here too. It's it's amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. Uh, w- there is Phase Temperance, by the way. Phase Temperance has done some stuff before in the community, uh, and they might start some stuff up again. I don't know I, if there's enough dead time. I'm sure somebody will make events like Gauntlet events or Hell Mode events, where you're making things really challenging and trying to make teams figure out how to uh, solve certain adjust it mechanics if that makes any sense or mm. do it in a certain way that sounds cool that sounds cool uh, so you put like some i think i heard about it right like mm-hmm. where you go let's say with th- three healers or something right like and you have to adjust or sort of. is that like an example yeah that's, oh, that's okay. cl- i mean they they do other things like they say hey you have to solve this mechanic but you have to fail this mechanic right you have to fail ah, this to get the disadvantage right. then you have to pass the next mm-hmm. mechanic with that or you can use like a quarter of the arena or something like that. Right. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Those are that fun. sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah. And so we might have a lot more of that coming up in uh, in Walker throughout. Uh, I know we're all hoping for two ultimates. You know, we're kind of crossing our fingers and hope that actually goes through. If we do, then that means we have two more races this year. Uh, I'm not holding my breath. Or you no, know, maybe three more races. Sorry. Uh, you never know. This next one hopefully will be really hard, though. I mean, they've spent a lot of time on Dragon Song. It has to be like some like crazy complex like. Yeah, I mean the rationale. Right? The rationale is that they've had the Dragon Song assets for so long because it was supposed to come out so long ago. Yeah. That people are expecting a second ultimate because of supposedly how much how little they had to do getting Dragon Song ready. Right. Um, but that could just be you know just what they're saying we have no idea what's going on internally it's literally a coin flip i do uh, want to yeah. also say if they can confirms... did go ahead go ahead yeah yoshipi did confirm two and that they want to do three so Ooh. i i want to say even though they confirm two it doesn't mean we're gonna have two that's uh, what that's kind of yeah. what i'm getting yeah. at yeah. like they've, they've said we've had confirmations tons of times before and yeah. it you know, shit happens. I'm not blaming them, by the way. I have no my 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 uh, fear of only having one ultimate doesn't come from a place of negativity. No, it's we got you. Just, we I'm got setting you my burned. expectations. Uh, I'm setting my expectations because I've been burned before. So yeah, that's fair. Um, but that being said, there's tons of stuff in Final Fantasy coming up, and I it sounds like Echo's gonna want to be a part of it if they can be a part of it, right? After having their first taste of it. Yeah, I think I think we'll continue just hopefully a little bit better next time, right? Like, we just improve. I don't think we're going to drastically change our style. Um, and hopefully, I mean, ideally, I would like us, if possible, to break into the top 20 by the end of this expansion. You know, Easy. like, on, on the third on the third Savage tier, if we can achieve that, I'll be extremely happy. I don't know. I, I completely we'll believe in you guys. You are a very solid and fun team. Um, but... All right, well then, I guess we can go ahead and start doing our last bits here. I know, Sphia, you had a wild night last night, uh, and uh, it's kind of playing. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, but anyways, Sphia, I'll let you go first here with kind of like the closing up bits, uh, just who you are, where people can find you, all that great stuff. Shout outs. All right, uh, sure, I can do that thing. My Twitter is at FFSphere. My Twitch is just Sphere. Uh, shout outs to my team, uh, TPS. Proud of the mm-hmm. lads. Uh, and cheers for having me on, Frosty. Simple and easy, man. Simple and easy. I hope you get some sleep after this. <laughs> I'm going now. Nah. I've rubbed on my bit. <laughs> <He's out. laughs> All right. Uh, Klops, you want to go? 
Yep. Uh, always a pleasure to be on. Um, I uh, the, the only thing I'll say because uh, I hope people understand uh, anything, and I, I think I say this for literally anybody that comes on the show. Um, if if ever anything is critical uh, towards the the game, it's always coming from a place of constructive uh, being con- constructively critical or constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. If if we didn't like the game we wouldn't waste time being critical. It would literally be a waste of my energy. We, we would just do it. We would just do something else, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's always just because we like the game that if we ever have anything negative to say, that's the that's the reason. As, as backwards as that may sound. No. Um, no but Endwalker, for what it's worth, I, with the exception of the class balance and things, um, I think it's been an enjoyment. The class balance and the cues. The, those are the two obviously glaring negatives of Endwalker launch. Uh, so the fight design, you know, we, I, the only thing I didn't like was the last boss fight length. I, all the other bosses I thought were bangers. Um, and maybe the temperance thing that we talked about a little bit. So, uh, I am very much looking forward to what they do for next Savage tier and obviously looking forward to ultimate. I haven't done an ultimate since 2018, 2017, 2017. Ooh, 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 was the last ultimate that I progged because I didn't, I didn't prog T at, we were already gone by then. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been a long time for me, so I'm like itching. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah. So shout out to the boys. Um, also, uh, sorry to keep keep talking yeah. so much, but a uh, tangent. Shout out to the boys for putting up with my bard for like four months, because I I had to roll swap to a job that I had never played before, like six months ago, and they went through the fucking gulag with me, man. They went through the <laughs> trenches, and they had the patience of gods. Um, and I, you know, I, I don't think many people would have had as much patience as they did because I was bad when I started. Um, so big shout out to the the boys. They know they know what I'm talking about because um, I, yeah, I I, I just, I'd love playing with them. Um, mm-hmm. Svia Svia knows how how ride or die I am for those guys and and for Svia um, Svia included as well. So mm-hmm. oh, always shout out to Svia as well. Gone 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 as a teammate, but not as a close homie. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, shout out to you, Frosty. Obviously, uh, if you are interested in following me, ClopsGG on socials. That's it. Okay. Uh, real quick question: uh, Are the boys going to go for World Race and Ultimate as well? You think? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, we 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 uh we have it's weird. We have like um, new problems that we've never had before, but we fixed old problems. So now we just have to fix the new problems. But we're, I think we, we've we all decided that they're very fixable. So we're going to keep pushing for, for ultimate. Okay. All right. Roger, last but not least, man, again, thank you for coming on. Could you tell everybody, of course, uh, where they can find you, uh, as they probably definitely want to do so? Uh, any shout-outs you might have? Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much, of course, for having me on the show again. It was a great pleasure. As I said, I mean, I'm sorry for talking too much. It is, it is what it is. I'm just so excited about uh, the game, I guess. Um, and yeah, I mean, if, if you want to follow me on on Twitch, it's twitch.tv slash Roger Brown, and on Twitter, uh, Roger Brown Wow. So that's it. But I did want to say, you know, shout out to my my team as well. Had a blast this uh, this raid, and shout out to the Final Fantasy devs, uh, Yoshi P, uh, the man. Great raid, great experience. Um, Hope I see a lot more great raids like this in the future, and we're gonna keep playing them if that's the case. Also, shout out to the great physical uh, ranged uh, boys and and girls. 
I'm, I'm with you. You know, we, we, we are going to keep blasting no matter what they say. You know, I, I mean, it is, it is what it is. Hopefully we get some buffs uh, moving forward. Uh, and especially machinists. I mean, I'm sorry for letting you down and switching this time, but I'll, I'll, I'll I'm waiting for the weapon. I'm waiting. Uh, you know, I fast my weapon because I'm a nice guy. I'm like, okay, Bard doesn't do that much damage. Here you go, Black Mage. You want a weapon? Take it. You want uh, what? Uh, Reaper. Here you go. Uh, okay. I, I'm I'm the last DPS now. Hopefully we get it soon, and then maybe we switch it up. Go machinist. And uh, yeah, physical ranged. Awesome, awesome role. I like it a lot. Also, shout out to Klops for helping me with, with my Bard, even though he was saying, like, oh, he's, he's new. I, I, I pestered him with a lot of questions, and he helped me out, because I was also new to, to the job. Um, so thank you very much for uh, helping out. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that that's all. Thank you to the chat as well, being awesome. And the community in general, I think, is, is very nice uh, in Final Fantasy. And, uh, yeah, that, okay. that's it. Uh, real quick, just before I forget, what's the uh, Twitch that your event's going to be on tomorrow? Uh, I think it should be. Let me let me double check. Sure, sure. I just want to make sure everybody here knows in case they want to go check it out. Yeah, it is. It's going to be twitch.tv slash urrad. Uh, so it's the charity that we're doing it. Uh, that, like that uh, in for? chat. Uh, I think so. Let me click to double check. Yes, that okay. should be it. So we're going to be streaming there tomorrow. And uh, yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Hopefully. I mean, I don't know. We haven't done a race like this in a long time. So ho hopefully hopefully it's going to be funny. And, <laughs> and nothing will go horribly wrong for, are you for doing us. Any I mean, maybe. Or, or is it just a Sorry? normal. Are you doing any special rules for the? Are there? Are there? Yeah, exactly. There are gonna be some special rules. Mm -hmm. Yeah, basically what you said earlier with like spicing up the bosses, mm. but it's uh, also conti it's continuous, right? Mm. Uh, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. We're, mm -hmm. You're so used to doing a boss a certain way, and then it's like complete curveball. Well, I think I speak yeah. for everyone in Twitch chat when we hope it's a fucking train wreck because that's more fun to watch. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I know. That's that's the thing. Yeah, I mean. I think, without saying too much, I think we're going to have um, a way for you to influence that. So, oh, okay. Um, we won't say too much. Okay. Yeah, No, a little bit. I'll just throw it out there. Um, I think we'll have it so that people can donate uh, to the charity, of course. Everything goes to charity. And then I think if you hit certain breakpoints, you, you give us an extra debuff, like an extra thing that we have to do that is... Uh, uh, Ooh, How do you call it? Awesome. Right, like an affix. So, so you can make our life a bit more miserable by donating to a great cause, uh, or or the opponents. I mean, that's also great. You can do it for liquid. That's uh, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, oh, so is that both of you get punished? It's only one team. No, I think I'm not sure how because I didn't I didn't have time to, to look sure, over sure. it. But I think you can decide which team you want to oh punish. Let's say right. Yeah. So okay. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> all right it should be a lot of fun it should be a lot of fun yeah with that all being said again i i want to do a special shout out to everyone watching the show you guys are fantastic for continuing to support this uh i know we haven't been around as much recently uh with everything else that's going on with my life and trying to produce this and everything uh we do plan to be here next week and hopefully we'll have more information about that coming up soon we also have a channel name change happening soon uh we'll see if that goes through i'll wait till it goes through to completely officially uh say that 
And then, uh, yeah, hopefully a lot more stuff cool going on in his channel. But we'll have to see how that all pans out. Uh, and I do, again, thanks to all the mods. Thanks to my wife for putting up with my bullshit every weekend doing the show. Uh, thank you very much to the guest, of course, coming on. And the only reason this show even exists. Uh, all right. You guys all have a wonderful rest of your weekend. Remember, be good. Keep cool. Stay frosty. Now we all say wave and say bye. Bye-bye. Hey, everyone. Thank you for watching the show. Uh, of course, got to do a quick shout out to all the awesome Patreon supporters that even though we haven't had a lot of shows recently, continue to support the show uh, and what we do with the events such as the World Race event uh, and maybe even some future PvP events. We'll see how that goes. Uh, but shout out to some organizations. Uh, Auk Morning, great PvE raid resource if you want to learn more about doing PvE in Final Fantasy XIV. Team Craft, a great uh, crafting resource for everyone who plays Final Fantasy XIV. And Phase Temperance, a great organization that puts together events for Final Fantasy XIV for PvE. Uh, also, just some really awesome people. Uh, Dude is Antonio, D Fury, JJ, Mr. Dan, Nami, Neurodia, Psyche, and Dirk. If you guys want to support as well, if you're not already, feel free to go to our Patreon page. Uh, and you'll be able to do whatever you want there, whether it's a dollar, $25, anything helps that makes a difference for what we do. Uh, and I appreciate all of it. You guys all have a wonderful day and until next time, be good. Bye.